I don't know. Is it live? Yes, we are live. We are live. This is episode uh, 192 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I hope you got your big girl bulletproof panties on. We got some badasses in here with us. We got VSO. There he goes. Uh, you know, looking looking very sexy there with the grill. <laughs> we have we have Patrick R of the fire. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be a scary show. <laughs> children are not watching this show tonight because <laughs> they're going to be scared. The zombie apocalypse is upon us. Oh, it's over. Yeah. And here we are. It's uh, it's not even Friday, man. It's like Thursday, but it feels like a Friday. I don't know about you guys. Uh, so Yeah, it's definitely Friday. Yeah, we are a little late. I know some people were complaining about that. We were having a really good conversation. If you guys could only be privy to what's going on behind the scenes, man, you can... You know, like, so we're someone's gonna have to do a pre-show and after-show thing or whatever one of these days. But I don't what? know. Yeah, a pre-show. I don't know what's going. I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I don't. don't where I don't know where your face is, but we can see your logo. And when, here's one of the reasons why I started the live show. Okay, somebody out there has to look at this logo. This is the firearm rack logo. Apparently, it looks like a rusty trombone. Apparently, that's not appropriate either. So, yes. Can someone, can someone help me? Yeah. There's, this a, is, there's this something is in there. It looks like a rusty trombone. It's awful. Yeah. This is a terrible, this is a terrible logo. Someone out there, someone in the audience is capable of helping this man <laughs> fix his logo. So, let us know during the show if you or someone you know can help Patrick do something about this logo. In Let fact, I'm going to, uh, so I have an Arasaka Type 99 or Type 38 uh, that is a wall hanger. It's still a firearm technically, but it's got a display bolt. Uh, so whoever comes up with the best logo will get that rifle. Oh, that's, pretty, that's actually pretty cool. I might wow. I might have to design a logo. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna, I can't even draw. I'm going to start right now. Well, <laughs> so what it boils down to is... I've got oh. far too much stuff in my yeah. safe. Someone, someone says, someone says, how about this? Uh, I feel like that that is a really low <laughs> effort design, um, but it, it could work. Yeah, it's, and it's I wouldn't awesome. be allowed in yeah. any places that have the like Beretta Buster sign, so I don't feel like that's going to play well. Yeah, you can't put that on a business card. Is that what you're saying? You don't. No, want no, that? no. When I'm, when I'm, I don't have a problem with that. I, I'm not like allowed into those places that have gunbuster signs because they always they, they're like prejudice against Italians or something. It's always uh, a Beretta. Oh, oh, uh, I see. yeah, I see. yeah. Some so, highbrow comedy. Yes. No. <laughs> totally went right <laughs> over my head. <laughs> well, I mean, I did it. you get that, Curtis? Because I don't. No, I'm a. T- I'm a. I'm, dude, my family's from fucking Sicily, bro. Right. Like, oh, you're like, wait a second. Are you coming down on my peoples? Yeah, no, man. Like, I, like, I, when I met Carlo Fiocchi the first time, I didn't let him know that I was from Sicily. Like, that's how, like, that's how Italian we are. Oh, oh, okay. They're from the mainland. We're from, we're the, we're the bastard island. Oh, so So, uh, this, I was going to say, the Sicilian special? No, we're, well, no, they're, they're like the, the people that, um. Mm, okay. No, I know. Listen, I grew you up in New York. There, Patrick. Yeah, you I do not I, want to go there. <laughs> I grew up in New York City, so I have a little bit of uh, experience with how Italians think about Sicilians and other people. 
I know a little something about this. Just a little bit, eh? I yeah. feel like this is going to a place that might land us in like YouTube jail. Yeah, that we should yeah. maybe maybe not get into, but yeah, we should <laughs> abandon this line. We should yeah, abandon yeah. this line. But we were talking it's racism, about, guys. It's racism. We were talking about logos, so I know Lola put up some of the logos on the Patreon. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I'm coming up with some new logos. Let me see. You know, got some some new logos that we're is working that, on. Is that a butthole hidden in his hair? Uh, is that a uh, no? If you if that's what you see, art is subjective. <laughs> art <laughs> art is subjective, and if that's what you see, that says something more about you than me. <laughs> I'm not the one that put the butthole in the hair. Yeah, it says, but it you know says something about you. So also, I got a T-shirt here from someone who I'm gonna I'm gonna shout that out. So I'm gonna show that. It's so. Someone actually sent me a, a really cool T-shirt. I'm going to shout that out. We got lots of stuff going on. We got Vigilant Specter Operations, or is it is it very shitty operations now? No, it's no. That's no, what it was initially. Yeah. So now, well, actually, it's going to change. It oh may boy. change again, but oh. uh, it is very shitty operators. Is what it is, right? We even have shirts. Right? I feel like that's in line with your message. Yep, it, and it's good. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. So did you change? Did you change the Facebook to that? Because I was trying to tag you and I was I kept I'm like writing out VSO. I didn't see it. I'm writing out a vigilant spec. I'm like, what what the hell is going on? It's all it's all it's all under VSO. It's all been shortened to that. So originally, you got to remember, guys, at the very beginning, nobody knew that any of this is going to go. So we were actually making fun of all the people at the time when we called it Vigilant Spectre. We were making fun of all the people who were like super crazy, like, ah, like death, 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 death Eagle Tactical and bullshit. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Right. yeah. So that's what we were doing, right? And if you looked at everybody else's like call sign or whatever uh, at the time, they were all like, everything else was like super funny, right? Like Mr. Tactical. Uh, basically the same reason Mookie has the name Mookie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to do that. Right. Um, and then we're like, OK, well, this is really juvenile. And uh, we and people are actually watching this shit on purpose. So we should probably try a little bit harder. So then we did a rebranding to something that could be construed as more professional, which is VSO. Uh, but in reality, it stands for very, very shitty operators. So um, which very soon will have a second arm known as VS Ordnance. <laughs> put that in your okay. back pocket for a second yeah i am just caught up in like the fact of on one hand trying to be professional and on the other hand having no professionalism whatsoever and None, these two words it's like sweet and sour sauce <laughs> yep you you and that's our brand bro that's what we do so no but seriously that it, it really is that way because uh if you look at the way we do things we do uh, a lot of t and e and research development stuff for people mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In the industry, uh, as does like as does Patrick, he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other side, we have to be entertaining as as well, because the other arm of our business is not just the serious, like making sure this is going to blow up in somebody's face or that it properly does what the manufacturer claims. Uh, mm-hmm. But we also have to be entertainers on the Internet, which is a very silly place. Yeah. So, Absolutely. And I think that companies should come to people like you, Patrick, even myself. I'm always breaking shit. I'm always no one should ever come to me. Yeah. Unless they want their feelings hurt. Well, Uh, I think 
I think if you're building stuff, you should get over your feelings being hurt. If you're designing and engineering things that that you if you really want to succeed, that's part of the process. You have to be willing to kill your babies. So you should you should see my terms of service. Right. It is a full page of like shit that's like um, we don't care about your feelings like your shit's going to come back broken. Um, We don't care what you think about what we think. Uh, you know, you can't interfere, you know, the on down the line. Like it's, uh, it's like a, it's a full page of one liners. So I, form. I don't have one of those. Um, I probably should. Would you you're like, a walking, would, you're would a you walking like, version. <laughs> would you Go like ahead. a copy, Patrick? Would you like me to email you a copy so you can copy it and just change <laughs> the branding? That would be super sweet of you. Um, like yeah. I, I kind of, I'm, I kind of, uh, I'm upfront with companies, uh, like as a matter of fact, well, I think I've told Hank the story about how that stupid high point came to be, but I got the 10 mil carbine in and I called the company as soon as it showed up and I said, Hey man, I've got it in my hands. What are you okay with me doing to this thing? I think I want to run it over with my truck while it's propped up against a log. <laughs> and the answer I got was, please don't destroy it. <laughs> the, the, these are conversations I have to have with the company. It's like, are you okay with me doing this? Yeah. <laughs> well, so what you what you have in a terms of service, all right, is it's a one pager that you send to them. They have to sign it before you do anything, right? And it's much more efficient because you can you can email much faster than you can conversate over the phone or in person. Oh yeah, but it's it's uh, building those relationships as well. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's well, a dual I, I'm being thing. facetious. I'm, yeah. being, I'm being highly facetious. Yeah. <laughs> and we should probably look up facetious. I know what it means. Maybe. Do you? But <laughs> we should look it, it up because some people might think it's like uh, a monkey throwing feces at Cetius. But. Well, yeah, Cetius is kind of a cock. So, I mean, <laughs> probably. <laughs> somebody somebody in, the, uh, in the thread, in the comment thread over there, post the definition for anybody. No, uh, facetious is one of my favorite words. I learned that when I was a kid, and I love the sh- I love the shit out of that word facetious because it sounds like feces. <laughs> yeah, and I was You're, like, oh. well, well, go ahead. Then that then that puts it in perspective then because you were a much more sophisticated child than I was. Oh. <laughs> so I was a nerd. I, I, I was a nerd. Man. I see a comment that I really want to address. It says, I, I, I don't know what the hell the screen name is, but it says Patrick's mind isn't just insane. If I could climb inside someone's mind to see how it worked, he would definitely be my top five. Dude is amazing. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean, bro? Uh, who said um, that? Who said that? Uh, on HNRE42. Okay. I, I'm assuming um, that some terrible amalgamation of horny 42 is my guess. Huh. Okay. That's, if that's it's, one if it's of not, you guys... can see where my head's at. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's good stuff, man. Yeah. That is like that is like next level. Like that yeah. is that would that would go. I would screenshot that and put that on Instagram. Absolutely. Oh no, no, I'm I'm definitely taking a screenshot. That should be in your bio. That should be in your bio. Also, like <laughs> what I was gonna say before I read the definition to facetious, what I was gonna say, your logo, Patrick, should be you know you with like a sig. P3 no, I really like don't that. want them and to a be hammer anymore. And uh, that would be an awesome logo. He doesn't want to be defined by one. I don't want to be the hammer okay. guy. No, you don't want to be the hammer. <laughs> no, you should. 
but you could make a second brand. I'm telling you, the T-shirts. <laughs> no, I'm, I thought about launching a secondary channel that I did nothing but hammer test every gun that I could get my hands on and do it all in hammer pants. Why stop it? Why even stop at guns? There's so much shit you could hammer test just for the hell of the it. Ginger <laughs> hammer. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Is it some like crappy Hebrew ha- hammer like spinoff? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so let me read. For this C- is what I'm doing. Yeah, let me read facetious really quick. I'll read the definition. Treating serious issues with deliberately inappropriate humor, flippant synonyms, flippant, flip, glib, frivolous, tongue in cheek, ironic, sardonic, joking, jokey, jocular, playful, sportive, teasing, mischievous. I love that word. It's one of my favorite words. I've been using it probably since I was like five or six years old. I feel like that that is a descriptor of me. Yeah. Um, it should be a descriptor of every man. No man should take himself too seriously. Agreed. Yeah. So that's that's my little thing. Okay. Let me quickly go through here and just shout out some of the people here in the chat real quick. We got lots of people. Let me also remind everyone to click the thumbs ups. Okay. We need and appreciate the thumbs ups as well as like, like and share this video, um, you know, Share it on some some kind of social media out there. We've done it or reshare what we've done. I'm sure Patrick has done something. And so is Curtis. So yeah, what's so what's on, go ahead? I just posted on Facebook. So uh, yeah, but uh, I apologize. I can't do anything because I'm using my phone tonight. Uh, so I can't really operate the Instagram. Yes, so. I heard. I heard that you don't have a computer for some crazy ass reason. It's being upgraded. I... <laughs> To some Weird. secret computer, to some secret government military grade. Well, no, military grade is not going to be great for a computer. Word right? in the street <laughs> is he needs like more computing power to run 4K porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Multitasking is an important facet of business. Okay. Yes. If you can accomplish multiple tasks at once, right? Why do you think that? Why do you think that it's so successful for like Ian and Carl to be on Pornhub? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm also there. Yeah. Anyone? Oh, well, you guys, you guys are on the Pornhub. I haven't even done the Pornhub thing. No, yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm on Pornhub. Uh, I did it like a day after Ian and Carl did. Oh, subscribe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah, going it's like on the Pornhub. Uh, Pornhub dot whatever slash firearm rack or slash something firearm rack. Oh, okay. I don't know if I want dudes looking at porn and then at the same time look at my videos. I'm going to feel I'm going to catch weird vibes. I'm strangely you know? OK with and, it. And in someone's mind, it's going to be some kind of amalgamation of a porn and me. And and, and I'm not going to know. I'm going to be talking to them. I'm not going to know. Are they thinking about me and the guns or the porn? Uh, you know, so here's my deal. I don't really care what they do prior to consuming the knowledge or after they consume the knowledge or even what they're doing while they're consuming what is in my video. I don't really give a shit what is going on as long as they learn something and stop buying garbage. Yeah. I challenged the first person to post a video of them looking at the firearm rack at the same time, looking at porn. Split screen. Yeah. Show that video. (laughs) (laughs) He will love this. He will love this. No kidding. No bullshit here. He will love it. I, I I will find it immensely hilarious. <laughs> so let me let me just quickly go through this and shout out some people. So Carl Compton, of course, was number one today. I, I'm gonna the, sorry, I'm gonna interrupt. I'm gonna in, in, uh, apologize to Henry Forty Two because I'm an asshole. 
<laughs> so uh, Carl Compton, he was number one. I don't know what Carl Compton's doing, but he's number one every night. So congratulations to him. You know what, Carl? Let me know what your T-shirt size is. We will hook you up with a T-shirt just for consistently being number one in the chat. And so now I guess we're going to have to do who was number one that's not Carl Compton. So that would be a special K. He, he was number one. Who's not Carl Compton. Richard Harper says he's the first in Indiana. <laughs> so there you go. Shout out to him. D- DCG uh, 44S is also here. Boss Hog. I see Michael Bender, Clint Sanders. Let's see. Nico Sauer, strange media operator, Gerald Loafers. He's here as well. And here's, I'm, I'm going to go to the t-shirt right now since we're talking about him. Right. That's who sent me this awesome T-shirt. Right, Lola? Mm -hmm. There you go. So I want you guys to see this T-shirt. Let me see who knows what this is between between you, Curtis and uh, and Patrick. Do you guys recognize this T-shirt? Look at that awesomeness. Can you read what that says? I mean, says, yes, sexual chocolate. Yeah. Sexual chocolate. You have to say you have to make me feel really uncultured right now. Yeah. Okay. Have you never seen Coming to America? You never seen. Dude, I'm from America. Like, why would I need to watch a movie about that? Oh my god! <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out how to unblock Tyven right now. Oh, oh my lord! Okay, okay. I'll let you. I'll let you work on that. But thanks a lot. I, I appreciate the T-shirt. It's really awesome. And is it has that for my Lola. It's uh, clearly... no, no, this is for me, and it has my favorite year on it, 1988 World Tour. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. I, I feel like that should be. I feel like that should be Lola's shirt. Like you, you feel like I don't deserve the moniker sexual chocolate? No. Oh, like what am I like sexual caramel? Is that what you're trying to say? (laughs) What's that? uh, Like sexual imitation chocolate or milk chocolate? Wow. The comment feed has has revolted against me. Basically, I am going to be compelled to go watch this movie now. So, I mean, coming to America is a, a pretty. A pretty big staple of American pop culture at this point. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's in it's in like you know when they do those things of like the best American movies. Coming to America has got to be in like the top twenty at least. I think uh, it's pretty up there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I will take your guys' recommendation. Uh, you should I have to go find it. Yeah. You should also feel slightly bad that you have to take that recommendation because it is that important as an American icon. Yeah. Well, you know, um, just I mean, so you know, I I'm not really big on pop culture. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. I, I don't think I've seen I don't it know like if he's years. for real. I think he's just faking that he doesn't know what it is. I don't I don't ever know when to believe what Curtis is saying or when it's total bullshit. <laughs> Curtis is a liar. <laughs> Curtis is a liar. You see how, do you see how he's laughing right now? <laughs> do you see how he's laughing? Okay. I know you're getting sir. Sure. Yeah, he's trying to be serious now. Look at his face. Look at his face. Do you know what this is? <laughs> he's just he's just messing with everyone. We never know. He doesn't even want us to know. So they, there you go. So anyway, thanks for the shirt. Let me see. I'm going to try to go down through these really quick because we probably we have like a ton of stuff to talk about. SoCal Gunner, Bill Butcher. Let's see who else is in here. Henry 42, Magnum Boys. I edit my sub, uh, my sub MOA, The Archangel, 33 Bravo, uh, The Tyven Show. That is Patrick R's favorite person. They're actually related. They have the same last name. Uh, not related, but uh, 
couldn't uh, care. I, you know, I'm pretty about, sure you guys. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty, pretty pretty sure you guys are related distantly. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, my my family didn't make it here to the U.S. until like right around World War One. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I was gonna call for um. I was gonna call for genetic tests, but okay. <laughs> I believe no. you. I believe you on that one. Mike Bryant, Travis Height, uh, Midnight Range TM. Let's see who else is in here. I'm just going to try to go through. J-Rock, Caviar Hound, Scamp 900, Hamburger Helper. Uh, let's see, Greg 98K and Chris Bullis. The Pants is also here. Uh, Volzek B, Rich White, Pyro Know-It-All. Andrew Thomas, Patrick Barker, Charles Holschluth, Robert Norton, Sergeant Poppy, uh, E-Rock, Tacos and French Fries, Eric Gonzalez. Mm, tacos. And, yeah, Tacos and French Fries. I carry my revolver Dude. in single action. <laughs> Lupe Castillo. Totally, I need huh? some tacos. I totally need some tacos right now. Yeah, yeah, that's going to make me hungry. That's going to make me hungry. Maggie W., uh, Bricks. Let's see who else. Uh, Frank Castle, Patrick G, hmm? and uh, there's Patrick G. WB, oh. Kyle Lusk. Uh, there's a whole bunch of people. If I miss someone, let me know. I'll definitely shout you out, James Lawson. I don't know if you guys. I'm sure you guys have some folks that you know that are regularly in your things that are in here as well. If you want to shout them out, you can. Um. Hi, everybody. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's like it's moving too quick to go all the way back up to find them. The scroll is just going like this right now. So that's an awesome thing. I hope everyone's hitting the thumbs ups. I don't know how many we've gotten. We always have this debate here of whether or not the thumbs ups is a good thing, bad thing. I think, you know, it's awesome. I don't don't know. (laughs) I don't think it matters. Yeah. Scorched Earth Firearms. uh, That's Rod Mills. He says, I just he says, Curtis, I just ate tacos. Yep. And I'm, I hate you right now. <laughs> so there you go. You can, well, you can make tacos while we're on here. Someone could cook and make no. tacos. No, dude, look, I can't make a taco make a when I'm concentrating on it, right? <laughs> make it a tacos. They, Are, like I, when I make it, like Alyssa makes tacos for me because, like, I just get them everywhere. By the time we're done, like. So are you saying like actually make everything that goes into tacos or you can't put your ingredients together inside the taco? That. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So you, you take a second shell and you put it on the plate below, right? Maybe even a couple shells mm-hmm. so that all the ingredients fall out. Cause I, I always end up putting too much shit in it and then it just like, and maybe my grip's too tight or I don't know. There's there's an art form here, right? Oh, okay. Like are you soft tacos or hard? Or are you uh, soft tacos, hard shell? Oh, it's got to be a soft taco because a hard taco just disintegrates like a like it was hit by a fifty round man. Like it just. Hey, am I understand that you don't have the finesse to hold a taco shell without destroying it? Yes. So what happens is, like for instance, I go to Chipotle and I leave the 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 wrap on it, and you peel it down as you eat. So you have another thing to maintain structural integrity of the of things you eat. It. <laughs> you have problems that I don't think anyone should ever have. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with like you don't have the ability to like your fingertips just go to too much power or something like that? You can't. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm telling you, I, I wear it. It's all over everything. We have to put mats down before I eat. Little known fact, Curtis was the inspiration for the power glove that got the ATF angry. 
<laughs> and so, uh, and where are you guys on Taco Bell? Do you go to Taco Bell or no Taco it's Bell? Disgusting. Okay, I'm with yeah, I'm with Patrick right. on that. I don't go to it's Taco Bell. Right. Yeah. Although I know some people around here who are huge fans of the Taco Bell. Um, They're wrong. Yeah, like, definitely wrong. Yeah, I don't believe in the Taco Bell. I don't know why it's so popular. I've seen it even, I forgot what movie it was. There was a movie where it said in the future, the Taco Bell takes over all the restaurants. I think it was with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Demolition Man. Yes, there you go, Demolition Man, yeah. So I, they're still around, so that's possible. You know what pisses me off about Taco Bell isn't even the food, it's the cost of the food, all right? It's shitty imitation Mexican food. And it cost you a fucking fortune, too. Like, I remember when I was a kid, you could roll through there and for like five bucks, you feed the full, whole family. You, you still can't. Can. Get it. No, you really can't. I don't know what you're eating there. <laughs> no, man, like you got to stick to the boxes. Like when you were oh. a kid, you, you ate garbage food. If you if you really look back and you think about it, like whatever you ate when you were a child was garbage. Yeah. Yeah. You just like, didn't know it. You didn't know any better. Garbage <laughs> stuffed into some sort of wrapping solution like a taco shell or burrito or smeared on something and then covered with cheese. It was just trash. So it was super, super inexpensive to make. And like that's what your parents fed you because you ate everything. Like I'm finding you're, this out with my own child. Yeah, I, I that is 100% correct. There's something that my uh, uh, my brother was recently in, and my mother, um, we had breakfast at her house, and so we all showed up. And I walk in, and um, there's this one thing that she she cooked like five things when we were kids, right? And one of the things she she did was the um, was the Bob Evans sausage gravy packets where you just take the thing and you put it in the hot water and then yes. you have it like the smell of that turns my stomach. I can't even walk into a Bob Evans these days because it just makes me instantaneously ill. Um, <laughs> so she made that the other day. Noted. Right? And, and that is shit food. That is case in point. It was like that and like broken off and like, well, <laughs> boiled chicken boiled chicken i remember yeah, that got, really well yeah that's that sounds that sounds like a t like i actually grew up eating finger food by the way but my mom's indian so she made stuff like roti and uh, curry and stuff like that which is all finger food a little bit huh don't even talk don't even talk to me i love indian food yeah that's not oh. even, that's not even cool yeah one of the awesome things go ahead we got we got chicken nuggets you got fucking curry you dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, chicken nuggets, gross. Yeah. The most awesome thing between my mom and Lo my mom and Lola actually get along. Actually, my mother and Lola get along better than I do with my mother. But she taught Lola how to make, um, how to cook a lot of the Indian stuff. So Lola can make a mean curry now. What? Mm. Yeah. On. So I'm just saying. All right. Yeah. Look, Fair. guys, I got to break this off. We got to stop this, <laughs> or I am going to have to take a break halfway through and make some steak. Yeah. All right? Plus, plus, there's like a war of is Taco Bell good or Taco Bell not I good? I want to hear it. I don't, okay, I'm gonna pull up my Instagram. If you didn't see the damn story on there, um, like my pre-show dinner, like I'm gonna eat dinner afterwards. But mm -hmm. like my pre-show, God damn it. That's that I fucking had 7-Eleven pizza. What? Ooh. It was disgusting. Wait, was like a like a planet. like a gas station 7-Eleven? Yes. No, bro. Like there are a couple like rules. Brandon like, Herrera 
message. I, it was all I had time for. That's I how you start the zombie apocalypse right there. <laughs> yeah, no, there's only one thing that you should ever consume that was made at a gas station, and that is coffee. And that is questionable. Oh, oh yeah, I was going to say, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Somebody wants to know what the hell's behind your head, Curtis. Oh, it's a we're we, we're redecorating in here. I've got a big I didn't have time to put it up. But I recently made a vault, and um, it's this thing. It's just a a thing on the wall. It says we don't call it cops, or yeah. we don't call nine one one. That's cool. So that's cool. We're uh, I'm redoing that wall back there because I just I just built a vault and I took all the innards out of an eighty four gun safe to make the door. So I have all these big, huge patch walls that I'm now going to put all over there. Okay, but so, the last time you were on, you were rebuilding this room. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> is this a different you, room that you're rebuilding, or? Oh yeah, this is a completely different room. Oh yeah. okay, okay, because yeah, that's like the last actual office. Yeah. Okay. So, there's there's a lot of dude. If I took you around and showed you all the construction projects going on right now, make it. You'd be like, how does he ever have time to do video? Um. Yes, because so, you're doing this construction yourself. Yeah. 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 Okay. Patrick is showing us his. Uh, no, I'm his, putting the label on, man. I, I, I'm going to put that label on before. Uh, look at that thing of beauty. Oh, yeah. I wish I knew you were bringing your, your high point because I would have brought mine. Um, do you have a high point, Curtis? Um, I'm talking to the people from high point right now. I'm supposed to get the 10 millimeter Kirby. So, oh, nice. Nice. But. I want to say, look at that awesomeness right on, there. I want to go on record and say that the first handgun I ever had was a C9. Oh, uh, okay. And that's because we didn't know any better back then. Um, mm -hmm. I was like 16 at the time, and we needed pistols to go into the bush after the um, after the hogs because you couldn't take a rifle because it's too thick here. Mm -hmm. So you go in after the dogs, after the hogs, with your pistol. Uh, and so you didn't need, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know any different. So I had a C9 pretty yeah. much like what Patrick has there, but in black. Yeah. Oh no, I, I own an actual high point. Like, I don't know why I've got it. I, I'll tell you how I ended up with it. Um, I bought a new truck and didn't like the steps that was part of the truck package. So I took the little crappy step sides off and put it on my Craigslist and ended up with this piece of shit in return. Okay, that's not a bad trade. That's a forty-five, though. That's a forty-five, though, right? It's forty-five. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's got more stopping power, right? That's how. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Come on, I can. There <laughs> we go. Someone yeah. wants you to do a desk pop. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Like the kid's already angry. I can hear him screaming. Oh, oh, okay. He doesn't. He doesn't like you racking either, right? Uh. Well. Oh, you know what? I meant to grab that. Um. Yeah, I was going to warn you. I got a Mantis in, so uh, I'm probably going to be uh, oh. <laughs> dry firing a lot. Oh, boy. Yeah, this thing's super rad. Look at have that. You, have you ever seen the show with Patrick R. on BSO? All he does is, like, dry fire the whole damn time. See, I couldn't yeah. do that because all my guns are loaded. Yeah. Nah, man. Like, uh, I've got a couple loaded. I've got a, I've got a one year old kid, so I keep uh, most of my stuff in my safe, um, and the stuff that is loaded is in little lock boxes. Like, I just installed one in the bedroom. I gotcha. No, I've yeah. got a couple tactical walls things laying around, and I have a big walk-in vault. So, like, I just 
Yeah. So when are we seeing this walk-in vault that you're? When it's complete. Uh, oh. It's not complete yet. I'm oh, waiting okay. on. Um, I ran into a snag with the drop ceiling that I'm trying to rectify right now. Uh, and once that's done, I'll be able to do all the uh, stuff that we're going to do in there. Hopefully, we'll be able to film in there eventually as well. Uh, I'm going to have like acoustic foam that's going to go between the tactical walls, mod wall, and shit like that. So it'll Sweet. be. It'll be pretty dope. Yeah, um, I, I'll have to see what, how your mod wall setup turns out. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking about getting some for this room. Jeez, check it out, man. We got a thing with uh, tactical walls. They're they're cool dudes. No, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, one yeah. of no, the first um, companies to ever worked with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I remember that. By the way, I think they no, I maybe Chris emailed me. So. Yep. Yeah. Chris is good people, and man, I tell you what, the first video we ever did with them, I go back and watch some of those videos, and I'm like. How does this have a million views? This is the worst video I've ever made. Dude, all right. So uh, the same kind of story. Like uh, th- when I was doing back doing uh, TFB TV, uh, the worst video that I ever did has like 2.8 million views. It makes me so sad. That's what happens, though. Like if you if I've worked so hard to make videos and done music and co- like synced up the music and stuff that's happening and all kinds of special effects and whatever. And people, no one gives a shit about it. And then a video I do like on the worst Android tablet I ever owned. Everybody loves that nonsense. There was a, a video that we did. Um, Wombat bought a not a Mosin 9130. And he's like, dude, I got this gun. I want to go shoot it. I'm like, fine, I'll bring a camera. And like, like there's somebody running a chainsaw in the background. And like, it's the worst video I think I've ever made, hands down. And it's definitely got the highest view count of everything yeah. we've ever done. Well, yeah. I mean, I pour, my, I pour my heart and soul into like a high edit that takes me like days to do. And mm-hmm. it gets like 10,000 views. Yeah. So, like, I, I have a theory based on this phenomenon is that, like, production quality doesn't matter worth a shit on YouTube. Um, like, I, 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 I like for example, uh, GY6Fids, Andrew, respect the crap out of whatever, it, you know, what he's able to put out there. But uh, guess what? I'm never going to put that much time into something because people don't appreciate the hard work that goes in in the edit and then post and all that crap. No, uh, you're, you're correct about that. Yeah, and he does. He does well. I mean, more. he's got a he's got a huge following, but it is it's kind of like a tough balance, right? People, I think if you look at the videos, like one of my one of my really like I think it's a terrible video is the video I did with Jim Fuller where we were talking about AKs, and and it I just think that that's fine in quality. That video is acceptable in quality. The the audio is all right. Um, you know, it's you can tell that you didn't show up and like studio light the place, but most people wouldn't perceive that anyway yeah but if you're like into video like i am you you can tell this thing's technically wrong with it and there's people who call me on it if you look at the videos people are like this is a shitty video and i'm like yeah i totally agree with you <laughs> i can't argue that shit <laughs> but it's just one of those things that we we're talking to jim fuller and um you know i was like okay might as well record this shit <laughs> you know so that's really and actually, I was with Mixflip, and I kept telling Mixflip, why don't you record this? Because I was literally, I was actually in Vegas for the broadcasting show. And then before I left, I went to his place. And I, w- like, I was done recording stuff. I didn't even want to record anything. And Mixflip didn't want to do anything. He was like, no, man. Well, you know, you, you Wait, brought us here. Person? Yeah, Mixflip. Yeah. You never heard of Mixflip? No, for whatever reason, I thought that was an app. Uh, I was not no. paying attention. I'll be honest. No, he's Filipino. 
and he lives and he's mixed. I think he's Filipino and something else. He lives in Las Vegas. He's a he's a uh, he's on the police department in Vegas, actually. And uh, he, he does videos. He's always at SHOT Show. You've probably seen him at Range Day. Running probably. I, yeah. I, I am like blatantly uh, oblivious. Yeah. To a lot He's of like Late Boy Scout. Industry. You know how Late Boy Scout does a bunch of videos at Who? SHOT Show at Media Day and all? Oh, you don't know Late Boy Scout either. No, okay. no, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they, they make a lot of videos. I don't do that anymore i've tried it before i don't think I, I was ever capable of doing that many videos at one time but but see here's the thing dude mixflip's asian so like he can do that right like he has the ability to put out that many videos i don't know how people do that like i can't mm-hmm. um I, I know i can do uh like five a day on my own um like show coverage but like I, while I can do it, I choose not to because I think it's all stupid. I agree. I don't yeah. do that anymore. There was uh, the first time I went to Shot Show. I did that. You have you feel like it. this need to do it. You're like, man, I've got to cover this show. My viewers really need to see this stuff and ex- and sharing the experience. And the reality is, man, like it's all friends saying hi, hanging out. Uh, you, no real business is talked. There's no real revelations made at Shot Show, and you don't make any. Uh, you know, discoveries about product other than look at this thing. The site comes in plastic now. It's it, it, they're now selling it in FDE. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't. I, matter. I think people. I do still do videos when I go to these shows, but I don't think people like the canned videos. So where so where mm-hmm. people in their booth they're saying the same thing to a thousand people. I try to go in there and not even talk about what they want to show and talk about something else or ask them different questions or something. Or actually what I do a lot now is I look for the stuff that no one's even covering. People don't give a crap about. Yeah, I would say that my experience with shop shows is is kind of markedly different than what uh, Patrick described. I discover a lot of stuff at shot show. I have a mm-hmm. I have a pretty good time at shot show, but I'm also worked by the end of the show. I don't do hardly any video while I'm there, except for stuff that's been contracted to do while I'm there. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, I'm there to basically look for stuff to work on in for the year. Uh, I, I mean, I did I did pretty good at Shot Show this year as far as finding stuff that I'm interested in working on. Yeah. So. yeah, 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 no, no. I, I do run into the stuff. There is new stuff put out there, um, but I'm finding that people are rolling out the, re- the really neat stuff, like at random times throughout the year for whatever reason. And then you've got uh, NRA has become a really, really big launching point for a lot of the cool stuff. Most of the big manufacturer stuff you'll see launched at Shot still, because yeah. I don't think oh, that they yeah. get it. But no, I, th- I, I, go ahead. I think so. I think that. Um, I, I don't think that uh, the actual product itself, um, I don't think is very useful at shot, but the conversation of this is coming, right? And we have maybe a 3D printed model here for you to look at. We're keeping it, all the people that I work with that do this sort of stuff, keep it under the table so that they can show it to people until it's fully ready. Because a lot of the people are under this um or a lot of companies are still under the like kind of old print thinking where you can come out with this thing that's not ready and it won't be ready for a year uh, because they've got right. nine months to do an article on it no 
that doesn't work anymore. That those days are yeah. gone. Yeah, and there's some companies that are really bad about saying, "Hey, we're thinking about producing this. Look for it in the next X months, or look for it soon. Uh, look for it soon is probably the worst thing I hear at yeah. shows. Period. So, like, so Clover, there's like a thirty percent chance it's going to come to fruition. Right. So Clover Tax says. MDR. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, CloverTech says, I have loyal viewers that do want coverage on certain things and appreciate it. Sometimes it's not about the views. It's about the engagement and the relationship. I think that's true. I'll make I made a video at NRA solely for someone that's been a supporter of mine for a long time. And I think he said he wanted to know about the tour. I can't even. It's the Taurus 932, something like that. 692. And he was like, hey, go check that out. And I was like, OK, I went over there and I was if I'm here, I might as well do a video on it because this guy wants to know about it. So see now and, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I, I handle my I don't have as big of an audience uh, since I left the firearm blog. Um, and apparently somebody in our chat had no idea that I have that I left like six months ago. <laughs> um, welcome from under the rock. I know I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you Patrick Jr. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, I handle my interaction with it you know, a little differently. Um, I'm really accessible. Uh, if you get me on Instagram, I generally respond unless you like send me pictures of your junk. Then I generally ignore you. Um, I wonder. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was actually a conversation at NRA that I did. That, that might be fun to talk about in a little bit. But oh, someone sent you pictures of their junk for real? Yeah. <laughs> It was weird. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is that has never happened. Do you know who? Do you know who gets it a lot? Uh, Grantham. Wow! Wow! Like apparently, I had a conversation with him. Yeah, yeah. People joke around that they're sending me dick pics and they send me pictures of Richard Nixon or Dick Sporting (laughs) Goods or something like that. I mean, yeah, I didn't know there were actually dudes getting pictures of other dudes' schlongs, like. I didn't yeah, know no, that was like a thing. Actual thing, yes. Uh, but <laughs> wow. the the one place that I'm I, I really like to um, engage with people is on my Discord. So if somebody's a patron of mine, I've got a Discord chat set up. It goes to my phone. It's on both my work computers, and I'll interact with people on my Discord on a regular basis. So if they're thinking about buying something or they want to know about something, I'll go out of my way to find information on that and tell them. Um, and Agreed. I find that that really really works well. Yeah, I agree. That that is an excellent that is an excellent tool. Um, we've got lots of people, especially uh, cans, people who are looking to buy like their first silencer or something like that. Uh, I, I've been there's been times where I'm talking with dudes on on Patreon over it. And I'm like, hey, dude, just call me. Right. And, mm-hmm. we'll, and we'll we'll talk it over. We'll look at the same web pages at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think. You know what? This and, and and by the way, if you're watching this chat, you can totally you can ask us questions. Lola's looking at the chat. We're not we're like trying to monitor it. But you guys are going to get a lot of kind of like inside talk here with us because we're all somewhat doing the same things. But I think this is where a lot of this is going. Like I've actually been given out a number of for my phone and people text me. But there's people that really call me the other day. A guy called me because he was trying to get a stock for his AK and someone told him something. And I, and I was looking online while I was talking to him. I guess he saw this AK in one of my videos, but I had to, I had to go look at my own video to remember what the hell the video was about, which is weird. <laughs> well, when you do a lot of volume, man, I mean, I mean, do the math. How many pieces you put out a week? 
Yeah, every day. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we post something every single day. So, yeah. Pro- so sometimes more than that, actually. So, yeah, it gets insane. But I think, and the thing that I want to say about this, and I don't know how, I'm sure you guys are all dealing with it in different ways. I think the whole industry is changing. And one of the things that the industry, the industry side of it that they don't realize is that you don't have to show everything at SHOT Show or even try to compete for everyone's eyeballs at that time that you can just slowly, you could put things out at any time because there's this thing called YouTube and social media and everyone's going to go look at it at that time and you'll get the most of the spotlight. Yeah, and especially because there's so much going on at SHOT Show that it may very well get buried at yeah. SHOT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Like I, I handle it, like I was saying earlier, I handle my show way differently than everybody else. Um, there is a whole lot going on. Um, the firearm blog, it puts out crazy amounts of content during shot for whatever reason, um, to their detriment, in fact. And that's one of the things that kind of motivated me to not cover the show because they, they actually lose subscribers. They lose engagement, uh, as a result of too much show coverage. I believe it. Um, but they do a great job of covering pretty much everything. Is Taurus really junk? Oh, okay. Someone wants uh-huh. to know, Patrick, is Taurus really junk? And is that uh-huh. a Disney high point? Is there a, is there a Disney theme with that high point? It doesn't look like it. No, me. man. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it is Rainbow Cryptic. Yeah, yeah. There up. you go. Here, I'll lock it. That's, I'll lock it. Like, yeah, sl- yeah, slow it down so the folks can get a good look. <laughs> that's Rainbow Cryptic. Yeah. Uh, with gold accents. So, uh, and it's got, I mean, the TRL, it's got some really expensive stuff on it. Yeah, it well, I was going to put a, um, X 300 on here, but I really didn't feel comfortable handing a, a $200 light. This one, I think I've got like 25 bucks in, uh, it's the old right. 630 lumen model that I like traded some like scumbag that I used to work with, uh, like some, a rain poncho, a, a mil spec rain poncho in like. Uh, several packs of cigarettes. I mean, but it's got an R. That's an RMR on the side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's an RMR one Um, that is a real RMR. Um, and I, I bought like two of them when they were like two hundred and twenty bucks at Cabela's after like coupons and stuff. So uh, I don't have a whole ton of money in it, and I don't take this RMR very seriously. I don't much like the auto adjust models, um, with the exception of the six two, uh, the six and a half MOA dot which is on my 34, which is right here. Okay. Um, I've got a really early six and a half. Uh, see if I can get that lined up. Yeah, I, I like the bigger dot on the auto adjust model. So I don't take anything on this seriously. Um, that was the idea of it, was to not be serious about hey, it. Hey, Patrick, show them, show them the magazine. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, we, we even customize the magazine for all of you guys <laughs> and yeah you know i don't think you caught the other one did you no, no. i did it's on the side I why are you covering it. oh why are you covering your eyes hold on a second <laughs> he's why is he covering his eyes <laughs> you don't get it yeah i mean it's gone now yeah it's oh, gone you I don't mean. have to see it you don't have to see it yeah there you go i lied to you yeah there you go no, it doesn't count because the slide covers it. It doesn't count. It's not huh? the real thing. What? 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 <laughs> that was the reaction I got from everybody. They, I'd hand them like an extendo to put in the gun. They drop this one. They go, ah. Oh. It was awesome. 
Yeah, I don't quite fully get the joke. I mean, I know what I, I'm pretty sure what that uh, what that kind of almost glory hold symbol is about. I get that. Uh, it's, uh, it's sign language. That, that is actually sign language for asshole. Oh, 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 okay. See that I didn't. I don't know sign language, so there you go. I was blissfully ig- now. Yeah, I was blissfully ignorant <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is actually sign language for asshole. Um, oh, I never knew that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's an easy way to get in trouble. Uh, the pants says ten millimeter turn says RMO uh, RMRO one off. Uh, then you need to use Sony batteries and a ceiling plate, and it should fix the problem. And okay. if that doesn't fix the problem, then get a type two and don't be a poor bitch. Or don't put an RMR on a pistol. I mean, if you want to be stupid, then sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I have a, I have, a, I have an RMR on my Volkortsen, but it doesn't have a reciprocating slide, so it's not a problem. Oh, dude, I've got them on like most of my Glocks at this point. Okay. All right. So I don't know if we should get I don't know if we should get structured or what here. I think it's probably too structured. late for that. What? What? <laughs> Wait, there's supposed to be structure in this? Were we like fifty yeah, one minutes deep yeah. and there's yeah. now finding out there's structure? Yeah, probably not a good idea. <laughs> I did not sign up for structure. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Well, here, let me You can't you tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to do. You're not Mm-mm. the boss of me. You said that I need to get closer to my mic. So uh yeah, your your mic is a little low. Uh, How about now? So yeah. Mm. Okay. Now. Does he yeah. need to get closer to me? Now, now, now. Yeah. Okay. Now. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. <laughs> um, someone wants to know what Gorn you have. We are going to get to that here in a second. We're we're going to show guns and, we'll, and it's going to get a little crazy. I wanted to show you guys that. So have you guys heard of unique ARs? Yes. Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, they make these really cool um, handguards and stuff like that. That's a word you could use to describe them. Okay. You, oh, you don't like them? I'm 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 into functional, not not You're flashy. Not into functional. Okay. I agree. Well, so here's something I found, and you guys could tell me what you think about this. I found this at their booth. Did you guys see these? When you did I you? Know, I don't know if you. I'm, passed not, I'm looking at the wrong screen currently. So here, and, I just locked it. So this is a this is a pistol grip, and when you grab it like that, it kind of like shifts to your hand. See that? And then what? you could then you could lock it. You could tighten this thing here, and it actually locks into whatever shape you want it to be. So it's like those, it's like those those needle those toys. The yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that gimmicky? You know, uh, good idea. Don't like it. You know, lame. Lame. Okay, there you go. All right. Well. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna uh, plead the fifth. Oh no, you can say whatever you. Yeah. Uh probably I'm gonna go with hot garbage. Okay. I have no skin in the game, so I'm gonna say as soon as it gets muddy, it's fucked. Okay. <laughs> um I I've haven't tried it. I'll, I'll, I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to so put this on. Can you hold that up again? It. I want to take a look at yeah. the bottom of it. No, you want to see the bottom? Uh, are there, okay, are the individual plates that's held on? It, it, so it's clamping it all together is is basically what I'm seeing, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. so this one, this one's to the top of the gun. That's the the, the clamping. Can, can you unscrew that bottom piece? Can you unscrew it all the way? I bet you. Yes. I bet you can. Let me that's, see. That's my failure point. That's my guess. Is this, the try, vibration from the gun will loosen that screw, um, um, or something is going to break? I'm what's trying that to... screw made out of? Is it made of? Is it made of aluminum or is it made of steel? It looks. Oh like yeah, it, it does. Steel. It looks to me like it does. It's starting to come loose. 
Yeah, so now my bet is that's going to come out and the whole stack is going to go with it. Yeah, yeah then you got to adjust this whole thing. Okay, yeah. that's a good I, point. I feel that's like, so that I want, my, my question I want to pose to people is, what problem does that solve? I don't know. In, in the chat, I want people to tell me what problem that particular product would solve um, because I'm going to go with zero problems. It's, it's going to be a living room problem that it's going to solve. It's a perceived issue. Right. Yeah. And uh, I agree. Let's talk about living room problems. I want to do that. Okay. Uh, what else? Yeah. So, what else do you have like that? No, I, just the idea of a living room problem. Uh, the idea of, oh my God, I can't shoot a Glock because of the grip, ang- you know, grip angle. Um, or the Gen 5s had this cutout in the front and that's going to dick up all of my reloads. Uh, th- that kind of mentality of this thing is going to screw me up because, and it's something that people like obsess over at home. But don't go out to the range and like really work and find out if it's actually yeah. a problem. I, I I've think- actually got a I've actually got an inverse of something that you mentioned, if I may. Um, one of my friends um, who remain unnamed uh, was um, not highly firearms trained, but he was in the military um, and he was actually a door kicker and he was issued a SIG and he could not shoot it to save his life. OK, like. The first three rounds would always hit low abdomen or whatever. So I was like, here, try this. And I handed him a Glock, and he shot perfect from there on out. Mm. And that is the only time I've ever recommended a Glock product to somebody. (laughs) So money on him point shooting most of the time. If he's actually – so he's not lining his sights up. He's not using the gun right. He's just – Pointing up and boom. Okay, it should be on target. That's my guess. Yeah, no, that's exactly, and that's what he actually does. So, well, uh, it, we know we we know that that's the diagnosed problem. He's not taking his time to to properly align the sights because in his world they're so close he doesn't care. Now, nah, see now, like dudes that actually do door kicking. Like if you don't follow uh, Press Check Consulting on uh, the Instagrams and the YouTubes. Um, Chuck was actually a door kicker. He did some some cool guy shit with some cool guy pants back in the day. So he you know, uh, he knows some stuff. And like that dude is slow uh, to shoot and big on no-fail shot. Like uh, he performed at one of the, some of the highest levels um, uh, of shooting people. And he preaches so much accuracy, it's insane. And most of the dudes that did it at a high level did. Um, they 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 want to slow down a little bit and make sure that they're getting that hit in that little switch area, um, the uh, the ocular cavity kind of area, um, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I think that that probably has to do with how they perceive time, also, right? They've, if they've been doing it so much, who's this uh, wanted? Huh? Is this wanted? No, I'm just telling you though. I mean, it's it's a it's a perception of of like how fast does your brain process things versus how fast does someone else's brain process? Yeah, yeah, and, and processor speed is a thing that he talks about as well. Mm-hmm. But like uh, focusing on that side picture, doing your job, like Chuck and I've had some really great conversations about uh, what makes an assaulter an assaulter, and um, you know, it, like being able to talk to somebody who did that for a long time and understand what qualities somebody needs to have. In, in order to like perform at that level, mm-hmm. mind mind blowing. Like yeah. they're they're pro athletes. Nothing yeah. short of. 
Yeah, I've never done any of those things, but I agree with that. I think that happens like for me when things go wrong, I always say slow down. Yeah. You know, but but I, I think the part of it is that my perception of slow is different from someone else's perception of slow down. Uh, but you yeah. can always solve things if you especially if you're like, OK, slow down, follow all the rules. Um, I, you know, I think we probably have different experiences, but I've seen in shootouts people very close to each other shooting at each other and missing. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to do yeah. that. Because <laughs> they're point shooting. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, not only that, but they. But in your role, in your role in the industry, oh, if you if you get caught missing at that range, dude, you're gonna be all over the news. We're gonna make fun of you forever. Yeah, YouTuber can't hit the side of a barn in a real gun. <laughs> okay, let okay, let, so we talked a little bit about living room problems, and like I want to, I want you guys to think about like living what you think a living room problem might be. Like, I I don't fucking know, you know. The fact that the AUG only takes AUG mags unless you change the stock. It doesn't fucking matter. Just buy AUG mags. I, I want to talk about some of those. Um, but um, <laughs> I think there's a bunch of things like that. For, really, for what I carry on me, I don't add shit to it. So like right now, I have my Glock 43. There's nothing added to it. I don't change a trigger. I don't do any of that kind of bullshit. It's just a Glock 43. You know, now, yeah. obviously, in making videos and things like that, there is that like I saw someone say it, you know, and I think nothing fancy maybe coined that or someone else. I don't know. But that second level of cool or whatever it is, I get that stuff, you know. Yeah, um, there is that. There is that. Uh, it, but like when you come when it comes into like addressing problems that you perceive with your firearm, um, as you progress as a shooter, you get to a point where you're like, man, you know what? I really don't like that about a gun and no gun is like that. So I need to change that on the ones that I've got. Uh, like I fucking hate curved triggers. I prefer flat triggers. Um, you know, and that just has to do with the size of my hand and everything like that. Cause sometimes things don't work out. Like sometimes a Glock isn't perfect for everybody. Um, and I tell everybody this, you know, the Glock's not a perfect gun. It's the perfect gun to make perfect or the best gun to make perfect. I forget how I say it, but um, yeah, there, there are reasons to do it. Yeah. I think also like for me personally, if I go to shoot a gun and I'm not very accurate with it and however fast I shoot or whatever I do, it's cool to make a video. I'm not going to carry that thing. I'm going to, the, the gun that I pick up and intuitively I can use it and it could do what my brain says. That's what I'm going to carry. I agree. Wow. Yeah, and and I I have a different mentality. Like I just want to I want to spend enough time with a gun to get it to do what I want it to do. Um, you know, I, I want to be able to pick up any gun and be able to do what I want it to do. I want to be able to shoot tiny little groups at twenty five yards and like uh, shoot quickly, close up, things like that. Yeah. Um, no, I agree with the part of you should be able to use any gun, but I think I, sometimes I think there's a whole bunch of overthinking to the flip side of what you were talking about before. I know that Lola and I went to some kind of a, a range. It was an indoor range, but they had a virtual setup where everyone can shoot. And it was a whole bunch of gun guys. And this was like the one time Lola didn't record this. I'm so mad. So there were all these targets that we were supposed to shoot at that were just popping up. And I, I didn't even think about it. I was just shooting at the things and everyone else was taking their time and trying to shoot those things. And I, and I kicked their asses. Well, you know? it kind of brings me to my next topic that we, I think would be fun to talk about. I want to hear your guys' experiences at like media events. Uh, oh. I'll, I'll, kick it, I'll, <laughs> I'll kick it off with mine. Um, and this goes, 
there there are so, approximately like six people in the in the media that I've shot with that can shoot. And I've been doing this for several years now. I've been to a ton of media events. I've shot with a ton of writers, a ton of YouTubers. There are five dudes, maybe maybe eight tops that I've shot with that can shoot with a crap. Okay. Uh, uh, I agree. Dude, it is atrocious. The the, the level at which you have to rise to to be considered industry. Uh, it's it, To tell you the truth, I, and I say this all the time, Shot Show Media Day at the range is the most dangerous place on the planet <laughs> that day. It is. It's terrifying. Like I've been flagged at Industry Day more than anywhere else in my life. Mm-hmm. It is a scoop. It is a stupid place. It really is. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times when we do it, I mean, I I think I could agree with you on that 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 we're taking risks or whatever, especially when we do those things. But that's I, a lot I, of uh, this, right? It's just a lot of times when I go to the range. I was at yeah, a media thing. event in Florida recently where I watched um, a YouTuber that all three of us know who uh, shall rename nameless. Um, she happened to flag another dude with a HK416. Uh, <laughs> like, ready to roll, 416 on auto. It's just mind-boggling. The stuff I happens. watched a Instagrammer pull a, a, a disassemblable that's not a word. A, <laughs> one of those those ARs that comes in multiple pieces and you snap it together. Oh, the, the, the one with the, the twisty bits? Yeah, mm-hmm. the twisty bits pulls the twisty bits out, takes a loaded magazine and puts it into the gun. You can't see it unless you were there, really, but you can mm-hmm. sort of see the, the brass color in the, in the magazine. And what you don't see cropped out of the, the video is that there's uh, one of the dudes that uh, is in charge of that event is like seven feet tall. And she's pointing it like right at his face, wow. and you and you can see him like sidestep as soon as she does it, you know. Yeah. So people uh, want to so know. People want to know like, what are we talking about when we say like, what makes it stupid and dangerous? And are there not like range officers there? No, there are. There there are range officers. Um, I in Air Pro is like, um, it's very very real. Uh, it, like, it's no different than going to your standard NRA range. Now, where you really run into issues is people in the media and specifically uh, – we'll just go with people in the industry. Uh, specifically, writers are mm-hmm. fucking awful, terrible, terrible shooters, scary bad. Now, if you stay mm-hmm. after lunch and you're there when the buyers show up, that's when the real fun starts. It gets sporting. People that buy guns to sell in stores have no fucking clue what they're doing with a gun in their hands. I agree with that 100%. It is it is terrifying. Um, and the other thing, and I might piss some people off um, by saying this, but you know that's how I roll. Uh, one thing that I have learned is uh, from attending these industry events and my time doing what I've been doing is um, that you should that I'm pretty much going to put an embargo on working with anybody from California. Uh, (laughs) really um so there was a particular instance where an individual um thought that it would be cute um dude from california Mm -hmm. uh, thought it would be cute to pick up some uh, binary explosive and and put it inside something that it was not designed to go inside of and he created a claymore that then showered the crowd the crowd oh yeah Um, okay you know this instance you were you were there yeah i was about Uh, to say this sounds familiar (laughs) yeah 
I, I have a hard that, rule: no time, no, no binary. And that, and that actually hit someone. I think it hit several people. Yeah, um, no, but it hit someone like really. It, it made a serious impact. I think it showered most of us, but yeah. it, it impacted someone seriously. I think in the junk, right? Am I wrong here? Yeah. Or in the, do I feel like the medic was that, medic was called in to to assist with this? So, yeah, was this an IV shoot? Uh, shoot I think. Yeah, we, we weren't going to go there, um, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, back. dude, I I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I I know Eric. Yeah, he's not somebody that screws around when it comes to safety, so it, it's not on him at all. Uh, no. Whoever no, said and, the and, and, in that situation, correctly. yeah, in that situation, he didn't mess around. Actually, um, another industry Good. event that I was at. Um, somebody was not shooting targets in front of them versus steel targets. Um, instead of shooting the ones in front of him, they were shooting ones across the range and pieces of that. Those bullets were going back into the crowd. Yeah. I feel like uh, this might've been in a Florida thing. Yeah. Deflections. Uh, yeah, deflections. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to say who or where, but again, um, right. That, ha- that happens. You know, I, 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 there, believe that i've seen the same thing at the same place i think so there is there is a level of there is this is some place you guys went without me i'm just messing around yeah Uh, (laughs) so the the danger is i think the ultimate danger is especially people who do this professionally um Mm -hmm. is there are some people who get complacent they do this stuff every day for um or to a to a to a frequency where they don't, no longer respect it. And then there's the people that don't do it enough. Yeah. Um, I, they're the weekend warriors or whatever. They go out and don't do this for a living, but they have this thing that they do kind of on the side for fun. Right. Yeah. And it yeah. becomes a problem. So I think that one extreme, you got both extremes at these events and you, they do not mix well. Yeah. Especially I, don't mix well when you've got post sample machine guns on the line. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so like I'm watching the chat. Brian Quick says, "Sounds like YouTube celebrity gun experts aren't very expert." That is spot on. Yeah, like I, I if, if I ever call myself an expert, stop fucking watching my channel. Like unsubscribe and I and email me. I'll delete immediately when I refer to myself seriously as an expert. Um, because I'm not. Yeah, I think we're all learning, and I've seen some. Look, I've honestly seen things happen even on my own range, and I know people are always saying to me. Um, you know, we want to come shoot with you. And I'm like, yeah, I want to, I have to control the amount of people that actually come on my range <laughs> because it could be very dangerous. I've seen, I've seen things ricochet and go over Lola's head. And I'm telling you, that's like a situation I cannot even deal with <laughs> if it goes, you know, uh, a few inches lower and all that kind of stuff. So thankfully for me, she's really short. You know, but uh, yeah. there's, there's a lot of dangerous things that could happen. And that's why, like for me, I like to control all those situations, keep everyone because it can happen to anyone. I think we all have to check each other. Even when I'm on my range, I tell people, hey, you see me doing something? Uh, check me. I know one time actually uh, Guns and Gear was with me on the range and something happened that wasn't even really that bad. And he did something. And then people were like mad at him because I think um, I had something in my hand and he deliberately took that thing and put it down. And there's no way in hell I would ever be mad at him. 
Yeah, he's probably one of the safest people yeah, that I've shot with. In that's the what you're supposed to do. That, like, what he did is what you're supposed to do. It's better to do something like that than something wrong happens. And we have to like double check each other and stay on top of each other. And well, yeah. you know, it's just the way that it goes, man. You know, it, the other it, thing. There are some that are so focused on getting that shot, getting that thing, that mm-hmm. they forget completely that they're holding something that can take a life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even I'll tell you guys, like Lola's reminding me one time we went somewhere, we went to this range and I had to special like these guys wanted to meet me and they had uh, these guys represented an ammo manufacturer and they wanted to meet me. I made special arrangements for this range to let us go there. The range had never seen me before, but they're like, oh, you're a YouTuber. OK, we'll let you come here. These guys showed up in flip flops and short pants. <laughs> Okay, and then their ammo that they had um, was frangible. So they were trying to show me that this ammo is frangible and you could shoot it at like point blank range. And and then the the steel (laughs) was not the right kind of steel. So these guys literally were bleeding from their legs. Okay, and then the, the the person who was running the range came up and these guys are like pouring in blood. And I was like, this is the most insane thing that I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah, like way doing this. than I have, man. Cause like yeah. the second that, that it, 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 the second that I look at the flip flops on the range of frange ammo, my response is I'm out. Y'all aren't serious. Good luck to you. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Like you need to wear, and I actually got in trouble um, by telling, I, I put out a mass message that was please dress appropriately to the range and that was taken by some of the women as um don't dress like a skank when what i really mean is um wear a shirt and shoes and long pants right yeah. and uh, i've gotten in trouble for that before and it's like um well okay well you can eat a piece of brass but if you're mm-hmm. dancing around doing a brass dance because you decided to wear a low-cut shirt uh and you shoot somebody i'm going to be very pissed at you and so is the person that you shot so yeah, like, yeah, I think that I, and, well, and there was that video that came out on Facebook recently of that dude that had brass go down the back of his shirt and launch two from a 1911 into the ground in a uh, indoor range because yeah. he's a dumbass. Yeah. Well, yeah. so and then the other thing is like, look, man, there you don't know what everybody's experiences are, too. When you have a crowded place, you don't know what the individual experience is. And you can account for that with like a couple people here and there. But when you've got hundreds or thousands of people packed into a space, there's no way that you can account for those individual experiences. There's just no way that you can that you can take it all down to that level um, where um, people can handle things like a really good example is um, I was at a range and we were shooting this these uh, these guns. And it was actually um, it was actually when the Geisley AK trigger came out. Um, okay. that one that maybe makes it run away a little bit. Sometimes the one that's super light takes a lot of fitting. And, um, we were shooting that thing and we had like 40 magazines down the pipe and I inserted a magazine, worked the bolt and the thing just started running. It, All right. Yeah, the thing it was cooked. cooking off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It started cooking. Um, you got two choices at that point in time, punch the ticket, take the ride and just ride her out or, um, get rid of the ammunition feeding source. Anybody who isn't experienced on those things, uh, that's never been in that situation. You don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to freak out and, and point the muzzle somewhere that, that they shouldn't be? Watch uh, that happen. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that happened. That can happen. You don't know if you've not been exposed to this sort of stuff. Being in a crowded place for the first time that you're exposed to it is probably not a good recipe. Yeah, um, I actually had an accidental discharge when we were testing some AK triggers, not the Geisley ones, a, a different one from an AK. Like, and it went right into the ground, right next to my foot. <laughs> I think my foot was like maybe was three a, or four, three or four inches away from from uh, where it happened. Was that one of those self-contained AK triggers, or was it one of the not self-contained AK triggers? Uh, I'm gonna say self-contained. Okay. Yeah. That's so, not the first time I heard that. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of things, you know, there's lots of things that could happen. That's the reason why, like, I think we should not get butt hurt if people like call us out or whatever. You have to, yeah. you have to be willing to, no. you know, to say, hey, okay, I did something stupid. The point is to not do that again. Bad things could happen, you know. Now, see, I, I don't have a problem with people calling me out. In fact, I encourage people that watch my videos to call me out when I'm doing something wrong. When I say something that's incorrect. Um, now if you're just being dumb, then I'm going to either delete you or ban you from the channel. If you're going to be hateful and stupid, cause that's like my corner of the internet. I don't want to read your hateful shit. Uh, it's the quickest way to get banned is to be hateful. Yeah. Don't bring it into my living room, bro. Like go talk yeah. your shit somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Um, but, and then, but the other thing that it becomes a little bit, um, nuisance is like, for instance, there's a video that we get commented on every once in a while we were testing a shotgun and uh i shouldered the gun and we had just doused it in mud i mean like you can see the mud pouring out of the shotgun and i pull the trigger and nothing happens but i get kind of like a smushy trigger and then i lowered the gun and as soon as i touched the pump the thing went off Mm -hmm. right so what had happened we suspect is that some so there's either some hydraulic block going on in there. There's some mud inside the receiver that caused the hammer right. to get hung up before it fell. And the whole internet is like, you indeed, you piece of shit. And it's like, dude, the gun is covered in mud. Like you can yeah. clearly see that like when you're doing that sort of stuff and people are calling you out on that sort of stuff, like you have to understand that this is an extreme case, right? Where, um, the gun guns can indeed discharge without you telling them to do so. Right. Um, and that yeah. is not something you should be playing around with. Yeah. Uh, also, if you are a novice, do not, you know, yeah. don't be doing also that. in what we do, we do some, we do some crazy things. What we have to do is if we are concerned about our own lives and other people's lives and property and stuff like that, we have to know where to draw the line. I remember when I was testing the, uh, the, the standard manufacturing DP-12, you know, it's that aluminum shotgun and it has two barrels and oh, the, the yeah. double barreled hot garbage. I remember that one. Well, we were t- um, we were testing it and we were like gangbanging the gun. So basically it was me and three other guys and we were loading and shooting or whatever. And I think we I think I think we. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we we actually bent the tube. So this this is the reason why I'm telling you this, because we we, we were we had so much action going on. We bent one of the feeding tubes and then it started firing both barrels. And I think we got to like 700 rounds or something. And I was like, yeah, that's where I'm going to call it a day. It was working, but not working the way it was supposed to work. And I was like, yeah, this is where we stop, even though it didn't get like inoperational and all that. And people like, oh, this thing's terrible, which, hey, I understand everyone can have their opinion. But, you know, that's like you have to know in your brain to go, okay, I think we pushed it to where we have this malfunction. Don't push it further than this. You know, if you were in a zombie apocalypse, uh, both barrels or whatever is not going to it's not a bad thing necessarily. But 
<laughs> no, if the gun's I, not operating properly, it's it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Dangerous. I have a question for the chat really quick. I've seen this mm -hmm. pop up multiple places. What did I type something wrong somewhere and call muscle climb muscle climb or something <laughs> like that? Like, because I've seen these comments and I've looked for it for like a brief <laughs> moment. I have no idea what this is. Can somebody please tell me where yeah, this so is coming from so I can fix it? Right? Because like I I, I, I think that there's somewhere unbeknownst to me that I made a complete idiot of myself and I don't know. I mean, I'm cool with the ones I know about, right? Like, right. By the way, I, Big I, Dick I Willie says he loves gangbanging. There you go. Yeah, so um, that's the most appropriate comment. <laughs> I, so the what? So climb got him in the mood. Yeah, I, I don't understand. So what? This was from some other video you did somewhere yeah, else. Or? Yeah, I don't know. I've seen it in the chat a few times over the course of the last few minutes, and I saw it um, on a couple of my past videos. I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> Sa that's well, Sally Taylor. I don't know. Is that so? That's probably I haven't seen that name before. So that's uh. If you guys know what video VSO did you? I, they're saying that you said muscle climb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so one of my, I I I, I've, I've, I haven't run across it. I'll be honest, I don't watch anybody's videos. <laughs> Dude, I don't expect like any. So if you're okay, let me address something really quick. If you're a YouTuber and you expect everybody who is also a YouTuber to know everything that you put out like that's impossible you, that you are you are fully your yourself man like i yeah. would never expect anybody i'm talking to as a peer in what we're doing to watch my stuff we are we're all so busy as it is yeah. like i don't have time to to go through lots and lots of video yeah. a lot of the video that i watch actually from people is video that i'm almost i'm like 98 percent done with a topic and i'm like you know what Hank did a video on that. I'm going to go watch that video to make sure I didn't miss anything. Or Mike did a video on that. Or Tim did a video on that. Or Patrick did a video on that. And he no. did a hammer. Um, yeah. You know, like. <laughs> I, I watch, I watch, well, first of all, it depends on who the person is. So I watch you guys stuff. So mostly I watch when you guys get into shit. <laughs> <laughs> when you get when you get controversial when you do some shit and everyone is like did you see what vso because we wind up being like the keepers of each other right and someone yeah. will go did you see what this guy did you need to talk to him about this yeah and it's like i don't i don't like i'm not in charge of hank what the fuck are you talking about yeah. you yeah. need to talk to your boy about you no fuck you i'm gonna do what i want to yeah. do but hank, i will <laughs> hank strange calls me up and says Patrick, we saw the video you of you um, <laughs> hitting that Remington with a hammer, and we probably feel as a YouTuber union that you <laughs> that I'm gonna go fuck you, Hank. Click. <laughs> yeah, but that's <laughs> I what I want. That's what I mostly watch. Like, like, or if it's like you, like you said, VSO is true. If there's something going on like that, and I want to see, like, maybe I'm running into a problem. I want to see if you had that thing or whatever. But I. To be honest with you, when I watch videos nowadays, I most mostly watch things that have nothing to do with guns. I watch yeah. car videos. I watch watch videos. Um, I, I discovered the 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 um, the League of Legends, Legends Leagues. That's the that's like the the women scantily clad playing football. I don't know anything about sports, but I like that. What sports ball? Simulating. Yes, just Hand look up. Egg? Just look up Legends, the Legends of Football League. 
Just look no, that, dude, Google I can't, that I shit. I can't have that in my search. I can't have that in my search. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. right? So I look at stuff like that. But and and when people, so for example, if people have seen something uh, at NRA, um, I ran into Hickok and he actually watched one of my videos, which was the one of me getting pulled over. And when he told me that, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, man, why'd you have to watch that one? <laughs> Yeah, I'm like looking yeah. at my search history. There's, it's all like camera stuff that I watch on the YouTubes. Yeah, camera. Yeah, I watch a lot of camera you stuff. Know, and maybe if there's an odd gun that I get interested in, I might look up some information. But I don't like consume content on the reg. Uh, I do want to uh, <laughs> loop back in the chat. I, I posted in in our chat in our group chat. Um, I, Tyvin, sometimes you are a really funny guy. The, the comment, uh, the wife doesn't wear V-neck shorts at the range anymore because, because the bass went between her boobies and bass is hot. Really had me rolling, man. I, I had a hard time holding it together. I firstly would like to address, um, if you happen to have a source for V-neck shorts, please email me at patrick at firearmrec.com. Secondly, bass can be very hot if you overcook it. Now, okay, so now, BSO, I don't know if you know this, but Patrick and Tyvin show, they've got like a thing going on. First of all, they <laughs> literally so troll each other. <laughs> they literally quote, troll. You were trolling quote. him the other day. You know that. Don't don't lie, Patrick. No, I was trolling General Mattis. <laughs> I'm going to quote huh? General Mattis. I'm going to quote General Mattis and say what two consenting adults do in their own home is none of my business. Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. But they have a thing. And then also in, in Tyvin's defense, Tyvin is probably driving. <laughs> You know, and commenting at the same time, which is probably not a good idea, but you know, seeing as how he drives a fucking big rig, maybe he shouldn't do that. Just so, so, who knows what's okay? You know what? Let's go to some guns. We can do that. I've got plenty of them. I got a lot of cool. We burned a shit ton of time. I just looked at the time, by the way. Yeah, um, no, I mean, we're, we're, we're about half hour uh, to yeah. end. Whenever I talk to either one of you, and this guy, I knew when Lola told me both of you come, I was like, this is going to be a fiasco. Yeah, no, when, when Lola told me I could be on with like the Texas Hunter guy or VSO because like we hadn't set anything up because I'm terrible about that. Um, I was like, yeah, dude, I, I, let's, let's do one with Curtis. Like, this is going to be awful. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah. perfect. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a complete fucking shit show. Yeah, and that's the way I like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but let's try. Let's try. Let's okay. try to look at some guns. So, what what do you guys have? Okay, I, I would like to talk about Henry for a second because, you know, I mean, to me, Henry makes some bad ass rifles. It looks like okay. forty five seventy all weather to me. Yeah, this is the all weather right here. Forty five seventy. You are right. This is really. Badass. I've done some stuff with this, but I haven't done the video that uh, that I've been meaning to do, which I need to get around to, because it's so, so badass. I want to like do something real special. You know, I you know when you sent me down to get the uh, to get the M the uh, Midwest Industries M-Lock rail mm -hmm. uh, gun that we were talking about, and I said I didn't have it because it's in another safe. I lied. I just remembered where it is. It is off to Henry right now because I I broke a component when I was installing that rail. So they're actually repairing it for me. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, and those are the new, what are they calling those things? X something X. I can't even remember. I just call it. I, I don't, I don't know. I just, the rails, the M lock, the, the, M -lock, the only M lock rail that you can buy for a Henry. Yeah. Like, how about that? Um, yeah. The Henry X. Henry X. Yeah. Yeah. The handguard. It's the handguard. Now, 
and this is, I addressed this in the video that we did on the topic. Uh, guys, it is a very challenging build on installing that that uh, rail. So if you're thinking about putting something like that on your Henry, it is not easy to do so. Unless you're, you're one of you're kidding, yeah. right? No, it's not. It's not easy. Huh. You have to disassemble it. You have to disassemble that whole gun, bro. Yeah, I believe what I believe what you're saying. Like this is not an AR. The AR is pretty uh-huh. much Legos. This is not <laughs> an now, AR. <laughs> now, now, too, if you're not one of the kinds of people who's a pack rat and cares about keeping all the stuff that you take off of that that you will never use again, like the wood handguard and that retaining ring that holds. Like if you're that person, then it's going to be the easiest rail to install ever because you can just get the Dremel out and cut the shit off. Right. But if you have to distance, if you're one of those people that has a aversion to cutting things yeah. off of your guns. Right. How do you look at something from Henry that I mean, you know, this is no bullshit. They make really nice stuff. I'm not destroying no, no. this. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we but I guarantee you. But Patrick said that he's not the type of person that cares about that sort of stuff. Right. He just said, that. no, no, I, I don't give a fuck about like keeping things nice. Yeah, so like if you're going to put an M-lock rail on that thing, you would not care about that piece of wood that's on there, right? No, I'm, I'm actually going to try taking it off right now. So what what you have to do to get that off is you have to take the tube oh, off. Oh, I, I don't, no I don't he doesn't, he doesn't no instructions, his, sir. Yeah, he doesn't want Oh, sorry. So Let's go, go in blind. Yeah, we're, go we're going in dry. We're going in dry. So Let's see. I'm going to lock it on you here. So when yeah. he goes under there, I want you to think about this as you – as you take that off, you're going to discover something. And you're going to be like, huh, how the fuck do I do that? So uh, anyway, nine yeah. that Midwest Industries told me that it was going to be a nine out of the out of 10 on the install, on the difficulty of install. And <laughs> really? I, really? OK. And I, and I told them and I was like, OK, well, give me some some places. What are your normal AR handguards? And they're like a two. All right. I'm like, OK. And I was like, what's the AK handguard? And they're like a four. I was like, wow, so there's five points of separation between the AK installation, which requires the cutting of things, uh, or the Henry the Henry rail. And I will tell you, honestly, that it earns every single point on that 9 out of 10 scale. Wow, it is really? a tough install. It is a okay. tough install. Yeah, then that equals do it at the factory. <laughs> so, so, but, but if you, <laughs> oh, he's under there now. <laughs> Are we drunk, yeah. Henry? <laughs> okay, he got it off. Okay, but how are you going to get the retaining ring off the front? Oh, uh, that would be I call Henry for a replacement piece. <laughs> <laughs> um, after they've seen the video of you chopping it up, well, they'll they'll take care of you. They're good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is yeah, the stupidest that. design ever, <laughs> Henry. What the fuck? So not there, only, you, so, you've so not only so you see how that piece slides back and forth does it have any play in yours yeah that yeah it has yeah. to be staked that has to be staked into place because that holds the front of the handguard are you drunk yeah. oh really yeah oh. so you have to stake it and lock and vibratite it so so what midwest suggests in their in their um I, in their I, instructions I, 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 I want to state first that I haven't even shot this gun, so uh, everyone knows. But what they say is that you should consult a qualified gunsmith. <laughs> I, I would say that that is 
a is a good thing to do. Now, yeah. Hank, you will find that um, so because Patrick has a um, an octagonal barrel on his, mm-hmm. you will kind of lock it on him again because he's about to do something crazy, and I don't want to miss it. Go ahead, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening to you, Curtis. <laughs> now, this is going back to because, Henry Broken. <laughs> so, because it has an octagonal barrel, there's actually extra relief for that those octagonal sides, so he can pull his off. Mm. with his handguard off. Hank, you will not be able to pull yours off. Okay. Yours actually wraps around the thing. Uh, right. oh. Okay, let's get the other one. <laughs> now you're going to go mess around with another one. Yeah, you no, I, he said I can't get it off. I, I want to see if I can fail, if I'm going to fail or what's going to happen. Okay, um, Henry Rifle, you're about to get two guns from Patrick Roberts. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that a, yeah. Now, at least that is my experience with the thing. Yours may not be as tight as mine was, but I'm uh, also sure. Probably not. I've, I've been married for 10 years. Yeah. Maybe uh, you had some kind of uh, muzzle, muscle lift problem or something like that. No. I've, I've, entirely, also, uh... I've also shot a thousand rounds through my Henry. So, uh-huh. you know, yeah. Let's see. I want to see. I want to see what happens here because I think there's about to. I'm. I'm. I'm very interested to see if he can get that off. Yeah. And I'm not doing this, by the way. I'm not messing with this 4570. Oh, he got it off. Oh, he got got it off. Well, hey, look at that. That's interesting. Mine was very tight. So. Okay. Like a twiga. It was tight. So hey, Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Will you will you try and pull your handguard off, please? No, no, hell no! <laughs> Don't it. be bitch. Uh, no, yes, be be the bitch. You have to learn how to uh, commune with your inner bitch. <laughs> because, I, because I, I am not it. doing it. Why is Lola saying, because "Oh my I, God, Patrick"? <laughs> because so I asked them about this. Why mine was so tight, and they say that some models are tighter than others. So I'm wondering if. Um, if there's something special about the all weathers that makes that handguard not want to come off. So right. to give you a, a point of, 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 of a data point here, how I busted my Henry was I was trying to be nice and get that retaining ring off the front. And I ended up kinking the tube. Mm. So okay. I was trying to get it off. If I had just cut the fucker off, which I ended up breaking the damn thing anyway. Uh, then I wouldn't have had that problem. Yeah. And I would totally have a functional gun right now. So this is why the people on the YouTube appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you do it first. That, <laughs> all of that can be found on our YouTube channel. You can go find that video. Uh, I think it's called Tactical Lever Gun or something like that. Yeah, okay. so I had a conversation with uh, Henry shortly after we talked about these. Brian, uh, I will talk about the uh, 3.6-inch barrel MMP20 in a moment because I do want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, By the no, way, I, Brian, Brian Quick wants to pinch your cheeks. I don't know if you know. I know. That. He keeps telling me that. Like He was on Steve yeah. Fisher's live on Instagram and told me that when the topic of discussion with Steve. Yeah. He's man-stalking uh, you to pinch your cheeks. He's everywhere. Which set? Which set? I don't oh. care. I, I told him I let him, and like I told him, I I, I was I'm okay with either. Okay. Wink. Uh, do video. <laughs> when oh. you when you do this, please do video. It'll get uploaded to Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, I bet yeah. it would. That's exactly what Pornhub actually wants. You know, that's the kind of video they actually want. And you know? I, I don't. Probably not. They're gonna yeah. see some sort of dive in traffic. As a result, yeah, 
Oh, Brian Quick says thank you. Thank you. You're quite welcome. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's going on between him and I don't know what happened there, but it's some kind of man love thing. I, I mean, I'm not going to like deny it. You know, yeah. if he knows who Steve Fisher is and follows the dude, then he's probably got his head in the right spot. <laughs> OK, <laughs> look at look at uh, look at look at look at the face right there. <laughs> is he frozen? <laughs> What? Yeah. You no, know, you were just no. no that face that you no. were just making was like no, I was no, I was reading. I was oh. reading the comments. Okay. Reader. Oh, uh, never do that. Yeah, don't don't read the comments. Yeah, I am so, not messing around with this, man. I have a really badass video. Actually, I, I really have like there was a video I was gonna do with this. I even wrote like a script for a movie I was gonna do with this thing. I love it so much. Oh, I'm I refuse gonna... to do scripts. Good on you though. Yeah, well, you know, I'm an artist, man. You know, so I'm not like a, me. You know, I'm like a closeted filmmaker here. So, closeted get, something. Yeah, huh? it, well, you know, amongst amongst other things, amongst other things. So, what? what someone here in the office uh, was complaining about the the tubes. We were talking about the tubes. These uh these gaskets that they have in there, I guess, are really tight. Yeah, real tight. They wear, they'll um, loosen up a little bit over time. Yeah, as you yeah. Shoot the thing. Yeah. So that's that's like one of the things if anyone wants to know. But, you know, I am like a really huge fan. And, um, you know, if anyone did the thousand man shoot thing, I don't know. Did you guys do the thousand? No, I don't remember. I saw the video. I wasn't invited either because the firearm blog does their stuff stupid. Oh, okay, Yeah. And I actually I actually have my Henry rifle, the the, uh, golden boy that that I shot out there at that thing. I I got to shoot Roy Hill's uh, thousand man shoot rifle. And that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. Roy was there. I remember that. Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah. I got to shoot it when I was up there. We were at the range with uh, Yeti and Yolo, both awesome people. Amazing. Amazing. Yes, they are very cool. And uh, Yeti is like a, a, a Jeep builder. Yes, yeah, state, he's, a, so. he's like a fabricator. Well, he did like a lot of other stuff. It's not just yeah. Jeeps. Yeah. So uh, how about we shut the fuck up and do some uh, Gorn? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Yolo, by the way, is uh, just super gorgeous. And she's good at doing hey, yoga. There's oh. way more to her than that. She's actually yeah. oh. uh, an ex-marketing chick. She used to do marketing for a long time. Really smart gal. <laughs> uh, Yeti is just the uh, meathead with the, the wrench uh, turning capabilities. She is the uh, brains, I would say. Yeah. Uh, brains and beauty. You know, you got to appreciate them both. You got to appreciate them both. Somebody so there asked you go. In the, uh, but it's not your beauty, it's your beauty. Huh? Somebody somebody asked, Hank, do you have a mare's leg? Uh, yes, I do. I do have a mare's leg, actually. I didn't bring it with me, but I do have one, yes. Can you Can you have SBRs where you are in Florida? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Or, yeah. Right. Uh, dude, convert that thing. Those things are awesome converted to SBRs, man. I tell you what. They're oh, so okay. Fun. Okay. That I probably would do. That I would do. Hey, I need to, like, I want to get see. this. I'm, Henry. I'm, yeah, I've got a 3030 with the case color. Let me, uh, did I you get it back a, together? Locked you on. Got it back together. Yeah. Oh, good. Is it lo- It is locked on you. No, I've got it locked on you. Uh, I fuck I can't trust anything. Uh yeah, so okay. <laughs> believe me. Uh got that awesome octagonal barrel, so it's chambered in thirty thirty. I thought it'd be really cool as like a hunting gun, uh, but I did not take into account the heavy ass octagonal barrel. It is really weighty. I'm gonna get through all three of these Henry's real quick. Uh I got a thirty eight or no, this is a twenty two. 
this one is really, really fun to shoot. I enjoy this one a lot. So 22 and lastly, uh, I got a 38 357 gun here with the round barrel. So it's just the standard Very rifle. Cool. Did, have you seen the 410? I have the 410. I didn't bring that either with me, but the 410 is friggin'. I like that, man. The 410 is cool. Yeah. That's pure awesomeness right there with the 410. Yes. This is okay. not this is not the 410, by the way. This is no this is that that's just a, a, a big old revolver. Yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> uh, I just like seeing this on camera, so I'm always, you know, messing around with it. Four five four Casul right there. You know. Oh, I su- love the caliber. Super Red Hawk Alaskan. So this belongs to Big Daddy. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to shoot the crap out of I'm going to make a video. I'm just trying to think like nowadays I'm trying to think what's fun to do a video. You know, I don't there's <laughs> I just like trying to get better at, at shooting, really. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing for me is like I'm making videos all the time. I'm not necessarily making the same. You know, sometimes I do the videos that I've always done, like weird videos, weird things and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes I just want to have fun when I'm shooting. You know, like competing against Lola. I think I did that with the twenty-two. No, actually, you know what? The survival rifle from Henry. I don't know if you, you know, guys have that. The twenty-two survival. You know, if I'm if I'm honest, I don't really shoot recreationally very often anymore. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it because, in years. Yeah, like. You mean without yeah. a camera? Are you talking like recreational that doesn't? There's no camera. No, like this, this, and it's not, but yeah, there's a distinction there because. Um, I may not necessarily, I may be working, but I may not necessarily have a camera, right? Mm-hmm. I might be doing something else. You know, it might be an eval project or something like that that doesn't require video. Mm-hmm. So um, I devote so much time to doing that that, like, a lot of my friends will be like, hey, dude, you want to go to the range? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> go to indoor range? No, absolutely not. No, never no. i'll never ever you it's hard to talk me into an indoor range but i think i'm gonna start going because there's one a hell of a lot closer than the outdoor range to my house and i really want to start going and breaking up my shoots into shorter sessions mm-hmm. uh the days of going to the range and blazing through 2000 rounds in a day because i have one day a week to go because it takes so long to get out there to set up uh i'd like to break that down into like three to five hundred round chunks I just no, that's, assume... that's exceptionally valuable as somebody who used to do it that way that is very valuable to be able to break it up yeah i just so. assumed everyone had like their own range in their backyard no we don't have uh audi r8 money hank <laughs> you know you don't have to have that to, to have your own range that's the first thing i bought <laughs> the first thing um, i bought was the property <laughs> and then instead of a regular house i put a mobile home on that bad boy which uh, Lola is not happy about, but whatever. <laughs> as long as I can um, convince her to not get a regular house, I'm good. I'm looking you know. to open site B, actually. I want to do a uh, second range because I have the one that we use for all the filming and stuff, but we've had a lot of instances where the, the inquiries for training and stuff like that have gone up, and I don't like taking people to that range because it's a security problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to have a second space. So what I'm looking for right now is I got some I got some people working on it. Um, I'm looking for a piece of land that has been absolutely raped by the coal companies. Like we're talking like 
1950s reclamation shit where it's just like an exposed high wall right that's what i want and if we can have like some chemical runoff or some shit like that going on so that no there'll be no neighbors or anything like that that is what <laughs> i want that's good yeah right? like the biggest piece of shit land that you can possibly find so, so for everybody out there in the chat uh chemical runoff is the secret to his beard yeah, it runs right into the water that my house draws from. So okay, I thought chemical runoff is what happened when he ate tacos. Uh, that too? Yeah, there you go. I, I feel like that's more of a hang problem. That kind of comes with age. It's a, it's a self, it's a, it's a cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The chemical runoff runs yeah. into the creek, and then I drink it, and then I run into the creek. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh this is going not good places where's your guns yeah. man you didn't show any guns curtis oh yeah shoot um um let's see okay first one that i've got here that's that's kind of neat i'm gonna have to stand for this um but this is the brand spanking new uh mark 47 mutant gen 2 so would they improve fact, so they oh it doesn't have dicks on it what's that it's missing all the dicks that were it was on the handguard initially yeah, yeah, that's that's it totally. Um, but um, as far as things that they've improved, they've done a, a one or two things to the bolt in here that um, they've reshaped it a little bit, and then they've also put a a non stupid handguard on there, so it's got M lock on it instead of key mod. Uh, that's why. And what I meant by all the dicks. Uh, and this one has a Geisley something or other in it. Um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that's an SSA that's in there uh yeah, yeah. ambi ambi controls now so they have their ambi sl- uh, selector and their new ambi charging handles as well so oh, i'm nice. not sure if that's jo- sure if that's showing up or not but um that is the new oh i'm not sure if the originals had a two-sided handle or not for the uh two-sided paddle for the Maxi i believe race. so i believe they did it because I, I was got to test one of the first ones yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to look at one of the first ones. I'd have to go back and watch a video of somebody who did um, the original Mark 47. We kind of came into the scene on with CMMG after they released the uh, the Mark 47, so we were kind of holding off for this one uh, to come to come in. So anybody who's not familiar with the Mark 47, uh, this runs off of AK Mags and uh, is 7.62 by 39. I was shooting it the other day at 450 with this mini ACOG on it, um, laser beam gun. So anybody who says it's 762 by 39 can't get it done, it's full of shit. So, no, dude, it's, it's a legit rifle. Like, I really enjoyed the first go. Uh, yes, the, the first gen did have a dual-sided um, and, and, and ambi mag release. So the um, um, for some data, uh, at the Iraq veteran shoot every year, this is like the most obnoxious gun. And you know this because if you think about the range space between the booths and the firing line as a, uh, a, a homogeneous mix of, of people evenly spread across the firing line, they'll, they'll light off the full auto short barreled version of that gun. And everybody will squish to one side of the range to see what is making this noise. And then 15 minutes later, they will all redistribute themselves to the other side of the range to get away from it because <laughs> it is so obnoxious. And I, it is, it is an awesome gun. And I, I, unfortunately that's a T&E sample. So let's go back. 
but it's a freaking awesome gun. We've almost completed the testing on it, and anybody who knows us knows that um, every gun gets between about 1,000 to 1,500 rounds through it before we publish a video on it. Um, one of the other things I got here, I've got two, I've got two things. Um, this one recently published, but this is our Blacklist Industries Glock, so we redid it for suppressor testing, uh, raised excess suppressor sights, and a full kit in here from them, including their pins and their guide rod and the reduced weight springs. So mm. this thing, this thing's set up. So uh, real quick, put that away. And then the last one that I want to talk about, and this one's important um, because we got something going on right now that people are going to want to get in on. So it's not really the gun that we're looking at here, but it's the SBA3 brace. Okay. These are unobtain these are unobtainium right now. Everybody on the internet is looking for these things and can't find them. They're all back ordered and all that shit. We're giving one of these away uh, at the end of the month. So as soon as I get the Patreon numbers, um, one of our lucky patrons on Patreon is going to get one of these things. And it'll just go out at random like all of our other uh, giveaways are done. So if you're already a patron, you're already signed up. You don't have to do shit. Um, we did give away the 50 cal prime finally uh, last month. And I think we're going to have another thing running in for next month's giveaway as well. So we're going to just keep rolling these giveaways for our folks on Patreon. Uh, thank you very much for supporting us. But does that include YouTubers who are Patreons or no? Um, it's all random. So I actually don't even draw the winner. So another person draws the winner for me uh, with the random number generators. So they get the list. So what happens is Patreon gives me the the manifest or whatever for the month. And then they just go right in to the random number generator and somebody else gives me the name. And we made sure that the person was, you know, for instance, for 50 Cal can't live in stupid places like Cali and things like that. So yeah, um, we had to make sure that it was good. And then it shipped out to their FFL. So okay. that's how that works. So what do you think about the, the, uh, what is it? SB three. Um, I think this is probably one of the best braces that is available. Um, and the reason I the reason I like this one more than the tail hook mod two is because it's compatible with a mil spec buffer two. Okay. So and I did I did a video when we did our initial video on this, I had it on a short barreled rifle. It is my opinion that a um, that a pistol stabilizing brace is the intermediary between the time that you submit your paperwork to the ATF for your uh, your form one for your SBR and it being completed in this configuration, this can, you can have this use it for all legal purposes and things like that. And then when your form one comes in, you just pull this thing out right here, pull that off and then put a, put your stock back on it. And now you're ready to go. All you have to do is engrave it for your trust and you're ready to rock and roll with your SBR. Okay. I, I think that that's important because if you cross over to like the AK world that we've, we're seeing the AKs come, the AK pistols now come with a, um, with the, the tube extensions on it for, um, compatibility with buffer tubes. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you have an AK pistol that you're converting to an SBR and it doesn't have some kind of device like that on the back, you have to have milling done to your receiver or your trunnion. It's a pain in the butt. Um, usually it requires somebody with some better skills than you do to get it done. So 
this is a big leap forward for those those guns that are coming with AR buffer tubes for their uh, for their brace extension. So um, that's at least my two cents on why I think that this is the superior product right now uh, relative to some of the other things that are out there. Don't get me wrong. I like those other products as well, but I think that this one has just a little bit of edge because of that modularity that's going on. Okay. So, so you're saying like the tail hook doesn't go on a mil spec tube. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and, and that's cool. Like if, you know, I mean, if that's not something that you care about, the tail hook mod one, for instance, is metal, right? Mm -hmm. Which makes it, makes it awesome. Uh, the tail hook mod two is full polymer. That's also better than rubber. Mm -hmm. um, but if that's not something that you're looking for, if those aren't things that matter to you, the modularity is something that you're looking for. I think that the SBA3 has it going on in that realm versus those other things. So, yeah. So what's up with the, uh, you know, I mean, how come they're not turning these out fast enough? What's going on with that? <laughs> uh, they just can't keep up. Yeah. Uh, they're, yeah. In fact, uh, if you watch, like, for instance, uh, Mike's video on it, he says in his video, get on a back order list because they're not going to be available anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So, um, in fact, one of the things that we are doing uh, with the, our giveaway is we're putting everybody on a list so that when they are available, they're immediately notified where they can buy them. Mm -hmm. So so if you signed up for the giveaway, if you don't win it, then you will get an email that says, hey, you can buy this now here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good idea, man. I have to see if I have one of those. <laughs> I'm not even sure I, if I have yeah. one, I should probably give it away because if people really want it that badly, you know, yeah, it's a solid, I mean, I like it. I, I really yeah. do. Uh, mm -hmm. I think they did a good job with it. It also has cutie points on it uh, as well. So if you want to run a two point sling on it, you know, a lot of comparable stocks out there have that uh, have cutie points. So this has metal inserted into the rubber for your QD points. So, yeah. And from my understanding, you know, SB tactical has this kind of stuff locked down Then you know, they've got a pretty strong patent and all that kind of stuff. So I think the alternatives you were talking about the tail hook brace. I know that's an alternative. Uh, uh, what yeah, else do Gearhead we have works. for alternative? Yeah. From Gearhead um, works. And by the way, Walter from safety Harbor, he's in the chat. He makes an adapter for the tail hook that you can uh, make the tail hook retractable for anyone who's looking uh, for that. Oh, cool. Oh, is Walter uh, now, in the chat? Yeah. Now, the other the other brace that's out there besides the tail hook and the um and the SB series stuff is the shockwave. And uh in our video that's coming up soon, as soon as I get my computer back so I can edit the fucker. Um, <laughs> another 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 note on that. But um uh, we don't suggest that people use the uh shockwave blade brace because they're breakable okay yeah i've heard that i've heard that before um i've got one which i haven't broken but i probably haven't been as intense with it as you have and by the way let me ask you something is there anything obviously you can't shoulder it but is there something really horribly wrong with just a regular uh pistol buffer tube you know the cheekable one do you think because people now act like we were talking about this before right about living room problems whenever i I do, like I was shooting one of the the cheekable ones the other day, and someone was like, "Why are you putting that on your cheek? Why don't you shoulder it?" Like, it's not even designed for that. It works totally fine on the cheek to me. So, am I crazy? Nah, I put it on no, my I shoulder. Don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, 
just don't be a bitch. You know, I mean, if, if it's like a 458 SOCOM pistol, it's going to probably hurt a little bit. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that makes sense. But I, I have no problem shooting from like the, you know, putting it on the cheek and shooting or whatever. It works. So, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But at the same time, I think that these are all cool solutions you know it, it, but if you want to go old school like they used to do back in the days uh two years ago <laughs> you can just have a pistol <laughs> you know with a buffer tube and that's it hey my brother I, has one i the thing works fine mm-hmm. you know? i haven't even gotten any of the cool guns yet man Oh, okay. What you got? What do you got? We got like, we got like, uh, I know. Years. I've been sitting here like fucking dry firing. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> we like, know. We know this. <laughs> don't really care if it bothers people. I'm getting my practice in. Yeah. Um, I, I'm literally donating my time to hang out so fucking eat a dick. Um, <laughs> CZ. Nice CZ easy. 75 Team Sport Orange. So, mm-hmm. uh, single action only. Got that cool little gas pedal on the side. Um, like super nice trigger on this thing. Like I, I, I haven't even shot it yet, but like, it's super nice. Um, these things are really desirable right now for some reason. Uh, 20 round mags with these badass anodized floor plates. Uh, big, big thank you to Zach for getting this out to me. Very cool. That's, um, that's a, uh, gun. They're so popular because a lot of people have little hands. Yeah. See, and I got a hard time running the thumb safety on it personally. Like my big, yeah. big big complaint with it is it's not double action single action. Hmm. My big my big complaint with any CZ uh, seventy five is that when I wrap my hand over the slide to reciprocate it, uh, I grab the frame, like I miss the slide, and I grab the frame and the slide and try to pull it so it's like <laughs> it won't go anywhere because it's <laughs> like because the the slide the slide rides for everybody who's not tracking. Patrick, throw that gun back up there so that people can see. Yeah, um, I, it slides. It rides inside of the frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it yeah, makes the slide dimen- that makes the slide dimensionally smaller than like a Glock or any other pistol that you're used to seeing, because the slide no longer rides on the outside, so the slide can be the same dimension as the frame. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so when you go to grab it over the top, if you're used to having a big fat slide to grab hold of. If you got big fucking meat hooks like I got, yeah, you, you come down over the top and you grab the frame instead of the yeah. slide. Your, your muscle memory right. messes you up. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it really does. So, and that's that's people like to give me a hard time about you know utilizing racking a pistol like that with my uh, you know little pincher thing there and on the front of the slide, and that's something I don't run into on this uh, as a result. Um, uh, I would say that that is. Um, I would almost say that that is the correct way to run a CZ. Maybe not the right way to run every other gun in the world, but uh, I, yeah, I do it for every gun. Um, I, I do want to uh, roll back to the chat for a minute, uh, mm-hmm. guys. You understand? I've got a like one year old son uh, that I don't get to see very often. Uh, I do work like a hundred hours a week, so yes, I am literally taking time for my family to be here to hang out. Nice. If you guys don't understand that, and you think I'm being arrogant, I much would rather spend time with them. I also like talking to Hank. I like spending time with you guys as well. So. Like, stop being pieces of shit, please. I'm going to put you all all on notice. If you want to be fucking assholes, go for it. I'm going to get back to the cool guns now and stop uh, 
being such a whenever <laughs> yeah whenever we have patrick on people get mad about you know, yeah, I don't know why they them. feel like I'm arrogant. Like one, I'm not the most arrogant person on YouTube. Go check out James Yeager's channel. Yeah. Like, well, watch I think, I think people, I think, I think people like to fight with you. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've got no tolerance for, um, like idiocy. I really don't. Yeah. I'm just here to have a good time. Yeah. I listen, I think people like to fight with you. Here's my thing. If people want to know from my perspective, I like talking to different people. I think we all here, me, you, Curtis, we all have different opinions. We're all we're, we, we we our circles kind of cross, but we're all in different worlds. We all have our little things. And what I'm trying to expose you guys to is like a realistic world of how gun guys are and we're not exactly the same. And we don't we don't agree on shit. Like, I don't think we've agreed on a lot of things here today, but we're talking <laughs> to each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. the thing. It's like I'm, I'm friends with Curtis. I'm friends with Hank. Um, there are people in the chat that I'm friends with that. Um, like, I, I, I talk to on a regular basis uh, and yeah. you guys get this preconceived notion that I am some know it all. No, I've just spent money on gear. I've had it break on me. I don't want to see other people make the same mistakes. I really do have pure intentions. Uh, I make zero money from YouTube. Um, all of my money comes from writing like that. That is what I do. For but you're a also entitled to your opinions. I mean, that's that's the thing, you know, like I think I want to hear other people's opinions. I don't I know like. Some people don't want to hear it and I get it. I'm not trying to like defend anyone or anything. For me personally, how I function in the world, I like to listen to different people. I mean, I think that's how you kind of learn things. And yeah. look, if you if you've been looking at this show, you've seen me and Patrick here like crying like big babies. So this, you know, we, <laughs> it's uh you know, this is just like how it goes sometimes. And I understand that people don't like it. Sometimes I think some I people don't. enjoy the fighting. You know, I, I really I mean, honestly, I really don't fucking care. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm on the YouTubes to uh, share people, uh, share my experiences with people, whether they like it or not. I, I really don't care. Uh, I don't care if people like me or not. It's, it's never been a concern of mine. What I would say to add to that is if you don't have people that dislike you, you're probably doing something wrong. Like you, you've 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 probably dumbed yourself down to a level that um, or or deluded yourself to a level uh, that um, you're not any more being re real and true to yourself. Yeah, uh, I think everyone has something that's annoying. I know people that that like, for example, my hair annoys the shit out of some people. <laughs> No, I, I just, why, why the fuck does it matter, man? Like, oh, you I'm know what? We're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna finish these guns. We're gonna finish these guns. We're gonna finish yeah, these guns. I I, I've got an EAA Witness Limited in nine. This thing is the direct competitor to the uh, the orange. Basically, that looks like a space gun. Uh, dude, it's it literally the same fucking gun, man. Like, it's yeah, the but same something pistol. about it. Something about it looks. Uh, yeah, they look very uh, futuristic. Uh, I know that. I really, I really want that one. Stock. I, you know, I we may be able to work something out because uh, I fucking hate it. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not a fan. No, I, I'm not. It. it um, I, I find I can I can work this one a little better than I can the orange, but I don't shoot it as well as a double single gun. Again, it's it's a single action only gun. Um, my hands aren't sized to where I can put the part of my finger that I want on the trigger. Like I like having. Mm. Um, almost that first joint on the trigger nearly. So I roll my hand around the gun like that and uh, working the safety on it is less than ideal. So it's funny that you mentioned that because we had a problem. We have a short statured person that we use not 
not to take any shots at Patrick or anything. <laughs> a, a short stat, a short statured person uh, on our on our crew, and he always has issues with this. I did not realize that this was a thing where people can't reach the trigger. Um, uh, on some guns, like the grip's too fat. Like I've never had this problem in my life, so I guess I've never empathized until I saw it in front of me. Uh, it was a gun with a safe action trigger with the 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 dingus in the trigger, like a Glock has, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And he literally could not, like, he had the ability to touch the trigger and pull the trigger without actuating. Wow. That dingus. Yeah, and that's. Let me see. Where's my? And there's all. We are all differently sized people. I mean, you well, could be short but have long fingers. You know, everyone's hands. So if you build your grip up on like traditional bullseye shooting and like make sure the pistol is in line with your arm, um, like I'm, I, it, this this is in line with my arm. Um, I'm not able to. Re, I can barely get that to where I can get my finger on the trigger and and actuate it. And this is a. a Gen 5 gun, which is a shorter uh, trigger reach. So the area from the back of the gun to the face of the trigger is shorter on a Gen 5 than any other Glock. It also has a flat face trigger in it. So with a stock trigger on like a Gen 3, I might be shit out of luck if, I, if I'm being real here. Um, so what I'm forced to do instead of having that inline um, kind of grip is I have to roll my hand around like that. And then I can get like the trigger... The way I so you're I saying it. like you almost have to like change your triggers and stuff yeah if you if you're, okay almost that's one of the reasons I prefer a flat face is is because of my my build mm-hmm. um so like I said if you've got the gun in line you see you know how that is and then if you take a look at how much of my finger is on the the actual trigger it's really not all that much have you ever considered like having finger surgery. No, uh, I, I just learned how to shoot around it. So, like, I, I, I'll hold the gun. Um, so this is, you know, hand in the same, uh, you know, direct line. It's it's actually canted off. So I'll bring it in like that in order to reach the trigger the way I want to. See, see, I actually have the exact opposite problem. So, like, I end up running out of room in a lot of, like, trigger guards mm-hmm. and things like that, where my finger actually comes back. Like my my index finger is so long. It's too long, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've run into people with that issue as well. Yeah, um, like my like when I press my trigger, a lot of the times I'll either literally put the trigger right there and push it straight back like that, or I will excessively wrap in and pull with a farther part of my digit than normal. It really depends on the setup of the gun, uh, but you know that's there's silly memes where it's like if you got this finger here or that finger or if you get your finger here it pushes it that way and you push you got your finger here it pushes it that way and mm-hmm. like that sort of stuff that's not necessarily true it can cause that sort of stuff and sometimes those diagrams have mat no, no they're all junk uh, i i i'm i did just had that conversation <laughs> like well, well let me complete my thought for the most part they're bullshit it is all the only thing that you need to worry about is the human gun interface and not moving the gun between when you make the decision to shoot and the gun actually shoots. So a lot of people will punch the trigger and it causes the gun to drift because they've said now and they move the gun's orientation after they've aligned the sights and made the decision to shoot. 
and that between the time that that happens and the gun actually fires, the gun has changed its orientation and that causes people to miss. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not where your finger is on the fucking trigger, but if you're inexperienced, then it can be causing the, the way you've set up your grip and how you're, how you're uh, working with the gun can cause some of those things to happen. If you don't know the difference between, uh, shooting and not orienting reorienting the gun between shooting so yeah and i think that you know it's like anything else that's manufactured right they're made for a prototype i'm not saying it's made for one specific person sometimes they are made for one specific person but a lot of times it's made for some kind of prototype which most of us don't fit into one way or the other it's right? like a 95 percentile kind of thing uh yeah so what i was saying about that diagnosis target um I, I asked steve fisher about it he's a respected trainer his reply was simply junk and i made him tell <laughs> me more because i was i needed a quote for an article i was writing for ammo and it's uh, it's up there now but steve said that uh it's carry over from one-handed pistol shooting taught by the military around the same time the bullseye shooting was popular and has little bearing on the modern defensive or gaming techniques taught today so there you have it guys those diagnosis targets are garbage um I agree. And so who's still pushing that? Is it, you know, who's it's still pushing internet. it? It's the internet. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you because that. you see that if you take some courses, you see that stuff, you know that, right? So there's some, yeah. if there's, like are you serious? Like people are paying money to go take a class from a dude that says, this is your diagnosis target. It will help fix your problem. There's still people that do that. I'm not saying it's right. Never, I'm just telling give that person money again. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of old school dudes out there teaching people. I'm just telling you. Then you know, they, a lot of times, I especially mean, those uh, NRA approved classes. Uh, yeah, it goes. It goes like this. <laughs> the only thing that you need to do is solidly grip the damn gun so that you are not imparting extra things on it between when you break the trigger and not. And align the sights and don't move the, the gun between when you pull the trigger and it goes back. Yeah. And if <laughs> I could it. suggest something to people, it's one of the reasons even why I started doing videos. Don't know about you guys, but record yourself. Record yourself yeah. shooting and look at what you do and be honest with yourself about what you do. And you'll see. And when you know you're doing something, you know, deprogram it. Dude, <laughs> Identify dude, it. Get rid of lie. it. Yeah. The camera doesn't oh, lie. Everybody's... We, we could... Yeah, no, we we could do an entire uh, show on that for sure. Like, I've spent a ton of time watching myself after I left TFB. I I, I wouldn't do it previously, but you're right. Um, yeah, especially in the day and age where you've got the um, where you got like high speed video and stuff like that. You have 240 capability on your phone right mm -hmm. now for slow mo film, right? Like you can see a lot of shit in that. Sorry, Patrick, go ahead. Yeah, hey, I just want to get through these fucking guns. Okay, okay, okay. Patrick <laughs> wants to get to we're and we're over time, so we'll we'll, we'll let you get to the gun. P ninety nine AS. Um, <laughs> working on the a project for uh, Brownell's Gunnery Magazine. It's going to be inside of Recoil, I think. Uh, so we're going to be doing something on the P ninety nine AS. It's kind of an interesting pistol. So look for that in the Gunnery insert in um, Recoil. Oh, is it, I don't. I don't even read recoil. Is this? Is this? I don't either. Off, I'm yeah. honest. Yeah, I write for yeah. him, but I, I don't. So I've never can we? So you're one. saying that coming up sometime soon, we could go into like a Barnes and Noble and steal from inside of that a thing from an uh, insert from Brownells. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so they've got these things called gunnery magazines, and I'll grab one of them. I never, I never heard of this before. Have yeah, you? Roy sent me a bunch of them. Um, oh. Like, uh, but I guess that they mail them out too, because it's got like mailing stuff on the back. But like they do these gunnery things, and they're tiny little magazines with write-ups in them. That's uh, interesting. Brought to you by the creators of recoil so yeah. uh there will be a p99 piece in there i won't tell you the premise of said piece but it is i want to be in this magazine insert now i don't want to be in the recoil <laughs> you, you 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 have to uh you gotta write man you gotta it, like it, it's gonna be like a 2500 word piece oh geez. Uh, no, ain't nobody got time for that shit <laughs> yeah what the hell that's why i make youtube videos that's, that's, how about someone translates a youtube video how about that, that? And that's where we get into like the 100 hour plus a week uh like i sit on the couch at night with my wife and spend time with her while working uh because i mean it's, it's like a 2500 word piece for them is like half of my week uh at minimum uh in terms of pay wise so i mean like i've got to do two of those yeah. uh, a now, week I just want to say something before we wrap up here. I'm looking at the chat and there's a shit ton of deleted messages or retracted. What the hell's going on, Lola? I, yeah, what the heck? Some of these aren't even like bad. Like, is this like a meme? Are people like writing messages and then they're taking their message out? I don't know what's going on. Okay, somehow I missed it. I don't it, care. I'm looking at it here. Everyone's like writing message. Okay, whatever. Okay, so let's uh let's go down here. Let's find Patrick. What do you have coming up? What do you want people to where do you well, want I'm to? Well, I'm gonna have a video on this fucking Steyr M9A1. Okay, cool. I like the Steyr. I like the Steyr. That's gonna happen at some point. That's uh, one of my favorite guns. Like if you if we ever had the question, maybe we can we can answer this question real quick. If you have someone ever asked me what's your favorite gun that you've shot and, and handled and everything, but you don't own, that Steyr is one of them actually. Um, I don't know how I feel on it quite yet. Okay. You know, it, but uh, I don't know, Curtis. What's your answer? Um, sorry, I was writing my list. Uh, I'm, oh. coming up. Sorry, I wasn't yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to multitask. Yeah. Okay. So, so Patrick, what really quick. Well, he wanted to know what you feel about the Steyr M9A1. I shot the Steyr, man. I really want to shoot the Steyr, but I haven't had an opportunity to do so, and I don't know that I'm going to even be able to have time to get one in. Even like if I called Big Daddy and said, "Hey, I need a Steyr," because mm -hmm. like the next, you know, I've got some. At extra filming appointments that I have to go do in the next couple months. I got a bachelor party I'm planning to, and like, I'm getting married later this year. You still so. haven't gotten married. Come on. You guys, yeah. need to, you guys need to elope. <laughs> I wanted to cheaper. <laughs> just elope, but, dude. But anyway, I, <laughs> okay. Sorry. I, I'm sorry. So I don't my, even, my, I don't my, even want to get, yeah, I don't even want to get in trouble. So my, my, yeah. my answer is sorry patrick i have no bearing on the steyr m9 i think yeah, it wasn't very... no it wasn't a question so hank came up with a question and then fucked the question up yeah. <laughs> within minutes sorry. <laughs> sorry. no 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 it's not your fault it's hank's fault yes it's my fault yes okay yeah okay the, uh, i think the question was the question favorite handgun. yeah the what the question was favorite handgun that you've shot or handled but you don't own but you would like to own no fuck! I, I, I own everything I want. The like I don't. Yeah, I, don't I was going to say that's tough because everything that I see that I really want, I just go get. So, um, oh well, I excuse more, excuse more. Well, well, I, I mean, <laughs> I, it's hard. Okay, I got, I got one. I really, 
No, that doesn't really count. No. I really want, and I'm working on it, I want a suppressed Nagant revolver. That's oh, what I really dude. want. Back in the day um, when those were 99 bucks, that was the that was when to buy them. They're expensive as shit now. They mm. are. They are. I but never I even really heard of that. One. Never even. I'm going to have to look that up. So for anybody who doesn't know, the cylinder actually rides forward yeah. and seals. So it sucks to suppress the revolver because all it does is increase the back pressure. I mean, you do get suppression, but you're going to get a lot of overburn and stuff like that. The The cylinder comes forward and seals against the uh, the barrel, and it basically seals the whole system. So I heard you could when, suppress them. Yeah. So I want one that's chopped back uh, so I can throw a can on the end of it. Um, I do not have one of those yet. I've shot hmm. one, and I need it. In my that's life. interesting. Okay. I'm yeah. looking it up. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. What uh, about you, Patrick? You know, actually, I, I, I've got two answers. Uh, one is the uh, Beretta 92 LTT Elite that Langdon Tactical did. I want that one bad, but I'm going to be pre-ordering it. I'm actually going to sell my uh, M1 Garand uh, to fund that purchase because I don't ever shoot my M1 Garand. Um, Garand, for all of you that want to say it the wrong way. <laughs> uh, Obvious setup right there. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I normally say it incorrectly. So, uh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, the, the gun that I probably like, I want really bad, but won't go by is, uh, I want a, uh, five inch MMP two O one of the, one of the tan ones. Mm -hmm. Um, but you, okay. But you just don't want to pull the trigger and actually buy it. I, I refuse to buy another platform that I've got to like now feed with mags. Now, if I end up with one somehow, then cool. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to like go out of my way to seek it. Uh, like Glocks do just about everything that I want them to. Um, and the amount of time that I would need to spend with the MP 2 for me to feel comfortable carrying it for any use other than like fucking around at the range. Uh, I, I don't know if I've got that much time. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, cool. So did you hit us up with all your, your stuff before you go, everything you got going on? No, I don't know. Cause I know I, I messed, that. I messed it up for you. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, Curtis was writing down a list. Uh, somebody keeps asking <laughs> about the 3.6-inch uh, uh, Smith M&P 2.0. Uh, yeah, I saw it. I don't really see – the only point that I see to that gun is the dudes that are wanting a Glock 26 with uh, uh, like a 19-size grip. Uh, it's it's close. It's getting there. So um, that, that's, that's a reason I had to think about it long and hard as to why someone would care about that. Um, it makes sense for the largely overweight population that conceal carries an appendix when they probably shouldn't be doing that. I'm included in that population. Um, because generally I carry a 26 appendix or a 43. Okay. Uh, I really so like, but I can see where they're coming from. Cause I really like the 19 in the appendix configuration. I think it can, I think it's really I can see where somebody would want that grip size um with the, Yeah, yeah. I, I think Yeah, isn't be, that you know, isn't that what a P, Polymer 80 did? I think Polymer 80 has a no, no, uh no. Uh, no, no, no. They they were doing a longer barrel on a shorter grip. Okay. Um because people are still stuck in the idea of that grip length matters. Uh, and it kind of does and it kind of doesn't. Uh James Watson um, eat a dick. Um <laughs> who who are you I don't, I don't understand 
But the thing, I, the thing I don't understand is if you're going to carry the grip, why not carry all the gun? Well, when you're sitting for a long time, uh, dudes that are a little bit fluffier, what'll happen? Where's my gun in the holster? Uh, dudes that are a little bit fluffier. So somebody that has a little bit of pooch, like you or I, I think you know you're a little bit more fit than you were a little while back. I'm a little less fit because <laughs> I'm a little bit older. Um, but you know, I think we both kind of got a little bit soft midsection still. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, no, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty skinny and sexy, so whatever. No, you, you, yeah. you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave hold it alone. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. Um, <laughs> so when you when you sit down in a car for a long period of time, uh, that gun gets pushed out. When you have that shorter uh, length of barrel there, that gets jabbed into your pelvic bone because when people mm. gain weight, they end up wearing their pants lower on their body. There's less room for a gun to sit there. Now, what oh, I, the, can, the, the point of contention is, is if you were, carry something that is full size, it can actually sit down in the, in, in the area between your legs if you wear the holster right. So carrying something larger can actually be more comfortable and conceal better when you're sitting. I don't know, haven't tried it, but that is something that people have brought up. That's so what I would, that. I, would con- I would concur with that because I used to carry a 26 um, and I used to carry a shield, but then I lost a bunch of weight and, uh, and I prefer the Glock 19 size gun. And I just, I'd never really thought like everybody's talking about like the 19 X for instance, the Glock 19 X. And I was like, well, if I'm going to carry a Glock 17 grip, why the fuck wouldn't I just carry a Glock 17 sight radius? You know yeah, what I mean? The whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, there, there's, there is a reason, um, you know, and, and I kind of get into that in my, yeah. 20, in my 3600 yeah. round review of the 19 X. Yeah. I don't know if you, we should definitely come back and do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah and, no, and, I know. We're, we're yeah, like 20 minutes over yeah. here. And let uh, me, uh, and I'm going to go to Curtis, but first, uh, J-Rock uh, is trying to sum this up, so I'm going to read his comment. He says, tonight's lessons. One, Vigilant has taco issues. Two, Patrick R. has a new potential buy video coming to Pornhub involving cheeks. So there you go. I think Maybe. that's a good summary. There you go. You. That, yeah, uh, that yo, you, you left out the part where James Lawson needs to eat a dick. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that. I don't even know what that. Uh, oh, he, he said like he's still hung up on it. The eat a dick comment was uncalled for. So like <laughs> James Lawson needs to eat a dick. Okay, I'll let you. I'll let you two. I'll let the two of you work it out. Let's let Curtis tell us what he has going on. <laughs> well, I, I in the time that I wasn't paying attention to the original question. I hope I you wrote your list. <laughs> I wrote a, I wrote a pretty good it's, list. It's a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> so this, so uh, what we got going on is we're actually going to be bringing back shorts here for Fridays. Uh, after we entered 50 Cal Friday, I feel like there's kind of a hole for the Friday show. So we're just going to be doing more short form stuff with that. But this week we had the F-17X from Franklin Armory. It's a California legal full functioning AR-15. Uh, and the Nero 556 uh, compensator, uh, all Inconel 3D printed, cancels out the muzzle rise even on like short barrel rifles and most of the muzzle rise on things like uh, 224 Valkyrie and things like that. Uh, upcoming projects, we have the TB9 SFT, which is the threaded barrel mod uh, variant of the uh, TB9 series, the C39 V2 with the, uh, the new mod with the brace, uh, the Mark 47 that we talked about earlier. Uh, uh, that we have a gun that shall not be named yet because it's embargoed. So hopefully we'll see that one by June ish. Uh, it's going to be in a controversial caliber. Uh, ah, I know what it is. Yeah, you probably ah. know what it is. Uh, but uh, we have, uh, as always, lots of silencer stuff coming. I've got a full load of silencers coming 
next month for some stuff. And of course, some new hotness from Midwest Industries that should be showing up tomorrow. So Okay, very cool. All right. Why was my comment about 1,500 to 2,000 rounds deleted? What the fuck? I don't. I have no idea what's going on. Who what? are your moderators <laughs> now? I, I, here's yeah. what I know. At this po- at this point, we need to wrap the show up, and uh, we'll come back. This is actually a good combination. You even though say hi? it went immediately off the rails. Uh oh. Say hi. Hey, what's up? Hello. How you doing? Awesome. Yeah, they can yeah. hear you. Yep. Yeah, we'll 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 let you get back to your man real real, real soon right here. Oh, <laughs> hi. Back from a- yeah. I saw her on the other screen. Yeah. Did she bring um, in tacos? She probably brought in tacos. No, she, she didn't bring any tacos with her. Oh, damn Seems it. like a girl that has very delicate taco making hands. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So listen, I want to thank everyone for watching, listening, <laughs> commenting. Uh, I hope you guys have fun. It's the time has gone really fast for me. So we're approaching like two and a half hours at this point. So I'm going to call it short. Thanks to everyone that supports us. ATI outdoors, uh, Safety Harbor Firearms, Big Daddy Guns, of course, Andrew's Custom Leather. What did you want to say? I'll let you have the last word, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I just want everybody that is in the chat to recognize that like, this isn't something that makes us a living. We do take time away from things that we care about to spend that time with you. We appreciate you guys a lot, but you need to be respectful and, and understand that um, it's a giving, give and take here. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a two way street all the time for the people who come on, the people who actually watch us, people who watch us later and all that kind of stuff. The people who are going to go and uh, tune into you guys channels and all that kind of stuff. The people who want to even go fight with you and have fun That's you know, battling out with you. So uh, on that note, we're out of here. Oh, wait, what, uh, what, wait, what? wait. Uh, no, uh, there was something that needed to be said in here. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, James Lawson, eat a dick. Okay, I'm I'm I knew I'm, it. I was I'm gonna I'm gonna press the stop broadcast right now. <laughs> <laughs>